106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Forty-seven people shot there over the Memorial Day weekend. Nine of them died. So, which law would have prevented any of that? All right. Well, do, do we think that all these people in Chicago who are shooting each other are legally buying their guns? So, here's here, here's a couple of examples for you. I'm not listening to you. You're crazy. Look, I, I I think the the um. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? I, I, I think the, the, um... I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. That's the price you pay. You won't know what hit you. We've been uh, told by several law enforcement officials that a man was arrested overnight near the home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. You won't know what hit you. He was armed with a gun, a knife, and pepper spray. You won't know what hit you. And told authorities that he was there to kill the justice. You won't know what hit you. And you will pay the price. He was armed with a gun, a knife, and pepper spray and told authorities that he was there to kill the justice. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. Why do you think it is that 83% of people polled by the Wall Street Journal say the economy is poor or not so good? We are in a fundamentally different place compared to when the president took office and compared to this time a year ago. And so, you know, during this president, during his pre this presidency, people felt uncertainty, uncertain about the economy generally, but they actually felt as good about their personal financial situation as they ever have, according to the Federal Reserve Survey, with nearly 80% of adults reporting that they are financially comfortable. So but, that matters as, as well. But to the point about, you're, you're saying that people feel good about their personal financial situation. High gas prices, people can't get baby formula, the supply chain is messed up, uh, everything is more expensive, but where's the good part? And we have a, a, a culture where the difference is guns can be used for hunting or for sport shooting in Canada. And there's lots of gun owners and they're mostly laws respecting and, and law abiding. But you can't use a gun for self-protection in Canada. That's not a right that you have in the Constitution or anywhere else. If you try and buy a gun and say it's for self-protection, no, you don't get that. But as you can see, Justin Trudeau is surrounded by more security than usual with heavily armed police officers in green wearing backpacks with rifles standing close by as he addressed the crowd. You can't use a gun for self-protection. No so, question so there's about a it. lot of major things we've done. Such as? But what we haven't done is we haven't been able to communicate it in a way. Well, what we have here is a failure to communicate. That is, uh, um... Make me say another way. Well, see, that's kind of perfect. Yeah, well, we've been able to communicate but it. look how way. the press has changed. Mm -hmm. Look how the press has changed. Oh, look, I, I get it. I know you, get, you overstand it. Yeah. You don't just understand it, you overstand it. <laughs> 
But here's the deal. One of the things is that it's very difficult now to have a... Uh, get to the point. Even with, with no... Come on, hurry up, old man! No exceptions, even the really good reporters, they have to get the number of clicks on, on, the, on nightly news. Mm -hmm. Play the radio. Make sure the television... Excuse me. Make sure you have the record player on it. So instead of asking the question... Anyway, it just... Everything gets get sensationalized in ways that, but I'm convinced we can get through this. We have to get through it. And one of the things, look. I'm going to take a break, and then we'll talk a little bit more. I don't, don't mind. You. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have some of <laughs> We had anticipated a, a, a margin for error. Everything is fine. Good evening, this is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio. This is our 168th episode to appear on June 18th, 2022. This is the weekend where it starts to warm up. Uh, it's not traditionally the weekend, but it's going to start to warm up, according to the meteorologists who are right sometime. But the very fact that they're talking about it being 100 degrees got my attention because anything over 90 in my house is all hands on deck and it's going to get hot so if you're unfamiliar with california you out there in these other states uh, some of you are in a little more tenuous situation where it's a hot and you get humidity but some of you up in the northwest where it's like chilly and you're getting rain up there all the time that's a whole different world but you remember what it's like over here those that have fled uh, fled California. So uh, just a few uh, announcements for those that are new to us. No Hostages Radio comes on once a week. We have a website, nohostagesradio.com. You could go there and, and listen to other episodes from the past or read articles from the past. Uh, we also do a live show on Saturdays. This show will pop up each Saturday morning. But also we do a live show on KMYC, 1410 AM in Marysville, California, which is Yuba County. It doesn't have that far of a reach unless you go to live365.com, click on radio, put in KMYC, and you can listen live stream wherever you are in the world or on any of, any of your devices. If you're local and you don't want to listen on an old-style radio or on your radio in your car, you can go to live365.com, and it's a platform that uh, broadcasts uh, live stream uh, various media sources. So uh, that's that. Let's see. You can also reach me at uh, two ways. You can text me or dial me up at 530-713-1838, 530 713 um, or you can send me an email at lou lou at nohostagesradio.com thank you for those that send me clips or comments or you ought to check this out lou lou at nohostagesradio.com and that will be looked at by me personally and responded by me personally so that should cover it um uh, 
I think that's it. Okay. So we're going to do six segments for those that are, maybe this is your first or second time, uh, six segments here of me talking for about 20 minutes, and then we'll have some educational clips that talk, that tie in with the topics that are going on nowadays. And uh, the only reason we're doing the show, um, when I say we, that's me and a lot of other people that are helping fund this program, the what put, what it takes to put it on, as well as Tanner Martis down in Conroe, Texas, and uh, Santos Vigil in Yuba City, California. Um, we are here to stand up for what's left of America, and we're trying to make a reverse going back, not going back to um, everything that was in back in history but we want to go back and get firmly established on the constitution the bill of rights and the christian judeo-christian ethic of the of this country that made it work that made the constitution work because the founding fathers did not believe the constitution would work without a judeo-christian foundation now uh, certainly there's uh, nobody I had a guy one time I was talking in jail because I taught classes in there along with a bunch of my friends. And one day I was telling just a few things about myself so they would be familiar with me like, oh, this is where you came from because uh, people jump to conclusions based upon the the cover of the book, right? So I was giving them a couple deals and I mentioned that I got converted and uh, started following Jesus out of the drug scene. And a guy got all touchy and, and said, hey, 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 you're not supposed to be able to talk talk about that i said i'm not telling you what you should do i'm just telling you what happened to me it's just like if i got hit by a car i'm not telling you go hit by a car go get hit by one i'm just saying that happened to me changed my life so uh so when i refer to going back to get a found uh, establish a foundation of the judeo-christian ethic that's not telling you that you need to convert uh, you may or may not wish to do that. That's fine. But it's certainly to establish the the values and mores and norms to our children uh, and to understand that's where this country actually got its uh, laws and its freedoms. And it's interesting. There's people of all faiths who want to come and enjoy that freedom, even though under the Muslim faith and a few other faiths, uh, they don't actually— uh, they're not able to produce that kind of freedom in their homelands. That's why they're fleeing places like Afghanistan. And I know that very uh, real now because I've been working since February 1st with a family from Afghanistan. And uh, now I really understand the difference between the Taliban and other people groups in Afghanistan. And it's uh, uh, these people are loving America. Let me just tell you that. And they're loving the type, the part of America that's freedom and uh, the freedom to succeed, the freedom to love each other, uh, the freedom to follow their faith, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I, I didn't, uh, I just wanted to give you a little intro to the show. That's why we're on here. We're, uh, I got a, a friend of mine I've known for probably almost 50 years, although the, we haven't hung out together all those years. We crossed paths in the early 70s, and uh, he sent me some money the other day for the show, and he said, I'm sending it for the Constitutional Republic. Invest it there. And so I thought, okay, that just reminds me what I'm doing here. We're we're supporting all these. When I mentioned some of the people that are backing this show, they are supporting con- the Constitutional Republic. They're supporting 
standing for the faith of Jesus Christ. That's what they're standing for. I had someone here early, and she said, oh, I, I mentioned I was working on a podcast. She said, oh, you do a podcast. What's up? Tell, tell me what you talk about. What do you believe in? I said, hey, I'm a follower of Jesus, but it's not a Christian program. I, I'm a Christian, so it comes through, uh, but I'm not, uh, I'm not telling you what to do. There's a lot of things you can do with your life, and uh, so that's going to be up to you. That's the scary part, isn't it? It's like, hey, you can make the call where you're going to end up in life. That's a sobering thought, particularly if you're, you ever heard of a kid that's going to run away from home, and you think, oh, okay, you want me to pack, help you pack your bags? Where are you going to stay tonight? You got any money? Right. And it caused you to think a little deeper about the future. Well, I uh, I wanted to lead in by just telling a story that I just found out about. Uh, it was a news release from our local sheriff's department, and it was sobering to me. And uh, and it, it just brought up all kinds of issues. And all, all the sheriff's department was trying to do is just tell uh, just tell the truth about what happened because there's probably some rumors out there as there is if you don't have any media then then the the community's the media right and that gets kind of screwy sometimes even though people think the media is fake news or the media thinks or you think the media is inaccurate all the time so let me just sh share this news release from yuba county sheriff's department and i believe it to be accurate uh, although it doesn't have every bit of information because we don't have all the information so the title is Cause of Death and Ident Identity Determined of Dead Body Discovered in Marysville. So uh, it says Recology, that's our local uh, company that picks up the refuse, picks up all the garbage in the community and has the local dump. It says Recology discovered a dead body in the material recovery facility at 3001 North Levy Road in Marysville. The material recovery facility is a uh, part of the uh, the dump that sorts out all the recyclables and gets all the cardboard and aluminum and things that can be reused separate. So a dead body was discovered there, and based on the deceased location, it appeared the body was brought in with a cardboard recycling truck some sometime during the previous week. That means they we they pick up big bins and carry the big bins back to the. Uh, the yard at once a week from various locations like this particular bin was full of cardboard they thought the sheriff's investigations unit along with neighboring agencies probably Marysville police conducted an investigation but the exact location of the pickup and the date of arrival could not be determined in other words the piles of cardboard etc had been around there for a while and they didn't know where they came from in the in the surrounding area but i'm sure there was a smell that started to emit from these warm days and a body sandwiched in in between cardboard the deceased was identified as ron lamp of Megalia, california with that's not our area that's out of our area but and uh, that's what his id probably said an autopsy revealed physical injuries however they were non non-life-threatening and did not contribute to mr lamp's death a toxicology analysis showed lamp was under the influence of a controlled substance the cause of death was determined to be probable asphyxia. That means you could not breathe due to the entrapment in a recycling truck. Can you imagine? You know how they dump the cardboard in there? Like they they don't carry the whole, I, I suggested carry the whole bin back. I guess it was a massive bin, but the typical big bins, they just dump them in, dump the cardboard out, squish it all together by a compactor and go on to pick up the next bin, right? So the guy got sandwiched in there, couldn't breathe. The cause of death 
probably asphyxia. Anybody with information, etc. So I thought this was so typical or so interesting and sad for Mr. Lamp and anybody related to Mr. Lamp out of Megalia and throughout the United States and the world that knew him, loved him. I don't know how it doesn't say how old he was here. Maybe his mama's still alive or his dad or grandpa, aunt and uncle. It's just sad. The whole thing's sad that he would end up in a dumpster and doesn't look like somebody killed him and dumped him in the dumpster. Maybe he climbed in there to sleep, which was amongst the cardboard, maybe a softer spot, place where somebody wouldn't fuss with him, and maybe he passed out, and uh, the truck just picked him up and dumped him in the truck and squished him. I don't know. It points out a lot of things about every community, and certainly our community, and uh, about the conditions in our society that allow people uh, we didn't used to allow this. I'm old enough to remember the days that we would not allow people to just camp out throughout our cities and shoot drugs and poop their pants and uh, run around naked and out of their minds. We just wouldn't allow that. We put them in an institution. One of those institutions was we, we would arrest them, put them in jail, let them sober up. And then we would uh, try to get them into a rehab or someplace, a mental health agency, someplace that could actually attend to their wounds. Today's liberal philosophy is that it's more humane and to give people freedom. I'm putting air quotes around the word freedom to give people freedom to do whatever they want to do and shoot drugs while we fund it with uh, general assistance and food stamps and all kinds of goodies we hand out to them. We fund it and allow them to live on, on public lands and destroy public lands, pollute public lands and destroy them and uh, destroy public property. And we just, for lots of the offenses that we normally would arrest people for before, we, we find it cheaper to just allow people to kill each other out there and, and uh, rape each other and rip each other off, beat each other down and let people live all over the place and and uh, steal from stores uh, indiscriminately. In other words, just walk in, take stuff right off the shelf, no big deal. We think that's a better deal than actually enforcing the law or even create laws in our own or, uh, local laws that that would uh, stop some of this. So this man is is a the fruit of an uncaring society, the fruit of an uncaring society. Now recently. Uh, we have a, a lady that that uh, if she is a fraud fraud. She portrays herself as a caring doctor that knows something about medicine. And she's been with us a few years now. And she unfortunately was here to cause the death of many, many people uh, in the Yuba Sutter area because of her covid policies that then were blindly followed by our supervisors. And um, recently they gave her the good housekeeping stamp of approval to continue on here. Nine of ten of them, uh, the most ignorant, uh, low-thinking, poor DNA decisions I've ever seen in my life of uh, among ten men that all nine of ten actually that's the best they could pull off after destroying thousands of businesses, etc., so recently, uh, the uh, lady I call Dr. Mingla. Uh, did you ever see a picture of Dr. Mingla, Joseph Mingla, he, or Ming, M-E-N-G-E-L-E? I think you say Mingla. 
uh, he, Dr. Joseph Mingle was quite a, a handsome guy and quite an accomplished guy. Uh, scholastic accomplishments in Germany, medical doctor, quite a uh, handsome fellow. And uh, I'm sure many people thought he would make a good doctor, but he ended up experimenting and created policies for the German people and all the people that weren't of Aryan uh, lineage uh, and began experimenting with various uh, medical uh, theories and injected people with all kinds of toxic things like the uh, the like Moderna and Pfizer and all these toxic things they're injecting people with today with the blessing of our local health officer. Uh, they they did all okay, forced people into concentration camps. Uh, Dr. Mingla, we call her Fong Lu, Dr. Mingla in the middle. Fong Lu uh, forced people to stay in their houses against their wishes, forced people to not attend their uh, medical uh, appointments forced people not to attend their uh, substance abuse uh, support meetings, stop people from not attending their mental health uh, recreational meetings to help keep them uh, happy and content. And many, many people died during COVID here, not from COVID, but from other causes. Some uh, died of COVID that didn't need to. Many, many that were attributed to COVID weren't the deaths of COVID. She was a liar and she perpetrated lies from the uh, state health department. She's really not a she's she's a perfect person for a Nazi because she just follows what she's told. Do you remember if you watch it, please go watch the YouTube videos about the Nazis because you'll see what what follow. Uh, there's just tons of YouTube videos on the Nazi trials in Nuremberg and and trials where people didn't even get a trial. They just took and hung them uh, at the end of the closing down of the concentration camps. And so many people said I was just doing my job. I just did what I was told, and uh, I, I didn't mean any harm by it, although they killed millions and millions and millions of people and tortured people, starved people, injected people, played around with people's bodies, et cetera, et cetera. That's exactly what's going on today, exactly. I would just uh, uh, I've been had a couple calls from the hospital recently and people needing help over there, and you cannot get in the hospital unless you've had a recent like a 24 hours old PCR test or an injection. Both of those tests, the test is fraudulent. The injection will kill you, can kill you. And, and they are forbidding people to go into that hospital to visit loved ones. Even if somebody dies, even if the baby dies, uh, people can't go in to, to comfort the person or, or uh, encourage the person or be with the person who just lost their child. It's just barbaric what's going on in our community. And it's so amazing of the, the stupid, uh, the spirit of stupidity that has settled in on the leadership of both communities that they just kind of are just going to go along with it. Don't think there's any big deal wrong with it. And so that's what's going on. So what we end up with is people like this Ronald Lamp or Ron Lamp who ends up dying because he got uh, sandwiched in a, uh, you know, in other words, he becomes garbage. We treat people like garbage, and that's just exactly what we're getting. People are so miserable in this society being run by liberals that they'd rather take fentanyl and overdose than than live in this society. And, uh, you know, when you don't have freedom, when you don't, when you've lost all hope and you can't get into a rehab because the government doesn't have time to deal with you 
and you don't fit into all their parameters and you don't through, you can't jump through all their hoops because you're going through withdrawals you're sick you don't have any shoes on you you know transportation you can't walk in 100 degree heat for 5 miles to get to the location to meet with a guy who's going to talk to you on Zoom uh, you know it's just an unbelievable uh the Nazis treated people better than what we treat people in Yuba Sutter counties. So I'll just tell you that. So that's what's going on. And uh, so recently, the health officer, uh, Dr. Uh, Fong Joseph Mengla Liu, uh, she called a, a, a meeting of not the public, not people that had a concern, but people that were stakeholders. In other words, if you pay their way, if you buy them a tuna sandwich and a cup of coffee, they may come. And then you ask them what their opinion is. When you ask people that are inside the bubble, what's what's their best thoughts? First of all, you won't get the truth because they're full of fear and they're and they will lie to you. Like they they won't cross anybody, particularly their bosses, because their their career is everything, and they won't stand up for the truth. So you're not going to get the truth when you get the stakeholders together. And if you piss anybody off, you won't get invited and get a free free tuna sandwich. So and and they live in a bubble, so they really don't know what the truth is anyway. Uh, I'm going to be right back and give you my ideas. for joining this Soviet-style January 6th committee hearing. This committee is completely partisan, and everyone on it despises Trump. I would like to preface this hearing by saying I am fully aware that I will not be re-elected by the people of Wyoming, so I am doing this simply to get a spot on the view. We're the same people that told you that Trump and Russia were colluding. So you should listen to us and believe what we say. Trump is absolutely horrible. He's horrible. Trump is a terrible person. He's a just, he's a terrible person. I am absolutely obsessed with President Trump. I talk about him all the time and I cannot get him out of my head. We should abolish the Electoral College and indict Trump. Trump is bad. Trump is an insurrectionist. Trump is the worst. He's just the worst, and he won't return my phone calls. So there's that. We are also requesting that you ignore the fact that we are pretty much heading into a recession, and it's going to get worse. So January 6th was horrible. Oh, just horrible. It is so much better under Biden than it was under Trump. Biden is good and Trump is bad. Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips of True the Vote were in Arizona yesterday for a hearing uh, called by Karen Fan, the head of the Arizona Senate. Now, the Democrats were screaming, oh, we have big, important problems to deal with in Arizona. Why are we talking about this? Well, the reason we're talking about this is this is one of the, if not the, most important problem in Arizona and in other places. And it seems like True the Vote's testimony was very powerfully received. 
In other words, they received a, uh, in the, there was a big crowd and there were a lot of legislators there. And um, people like Kerry Lake, who's candidate for governor, was there, uh, but also others um, uh, there, uh, Kelly Townsend and, um, and um, uh, Debbie Lesko. And there was a sort of sense that all of this is bringing it home because True the Vote was very specific about what they found in Arizona. They gave an, a level of detail that goes beyond 2,000 mules, uh, a level of specificity really talking about maps and streets. And at one point, very comically, someone brought up, uh, you know, the fact that geolocation is regularly used to find um, someone who's broken down on a highway or to find a phone that's missing. And Greg Phillips goes, well, yeah, what you're describing to the Washington Post is like sheer magic. They have no idea how this can even happen. They're very skeptical it happens at all. Um, and what I, what I found remarkable was that there were legislators there who hadn't seen some of this evidence, evidently haven't seen the movie. But when they saw the evidence, they just got super fired up. There was one, um, I think, Vietnamese guy uh, who is a state representative. And he's like, he was essentially like, I, I, first of all, he knows he comes himself from a communist country. So he's seen the way in which elections are, are turned into, uh, they're just rigged from the top. Uh, and he goes, uh, he goes, I'm not putting up with any of this over here. People need to be locked up. So he was absolutely persuaded and persuaded to call for action. And that's really what we need next is some action from some law enforcement um, authorities. Now that may be happening in Yuma, Arizona. And I want to, um, there's an article in the Arizona, uh, Arizona Central, uh, com, Ray Stern. Now this guy's a big leftist and all the ways, uh, conspiracy theories and blah, blah, blah. But, but just reading through the mist and reading through all the distortion that's coming from this Ray Stern character, you nevertheless pick up some very concrete facts. And that is, there was a search warrant that was delivered on an Arizona nonprofit organization. The name of the nonprofit organization is Comité de Bienestar. Is that it? Comité de Bienestar. Comité de Bienestar. And it is a left-wing nonprofit, big surprise, run by a guy named Tony Reyes, R-E-Y-E at Reyes, um, chairman of the Yuma County Board of Supervisors. Committee of the Well-Being. Well <laughs> <clears throat> so this Tony Reyes character, a Democrat, is um, the guy who runs this organization, which was visited by two uniformed officers and two plainclothes investigators. Uh, and they served warrants to search not only at the organization, but at the home of one of the employees, a woman named Gloria Torres, who is also a member of the San Luis City Council. By the way, this is all a very tight network. This woman, Gloria Torres, served for 24 years on the Gadsden, Gadsden Elementary School District School Board. She's a political ally of this other woman, Guillermina Fuentes, who's a former mayor of San Luis. And by the way, Guillermina Fuentes is a, about to plead guilty to what? Illegal ballot trafficking, the exact phenomenon described in 2000 mules. Apparently, the Yuma County Sheriff's Office has announced an investigation of no less than 16 cases in Yuma of voter fraud. Uh, and the voter fraud seems to uh, run the gamut, uh, different types of fraud, impersonation, uh, trafficking, and, and so on. Now, um, the, uh, this probe is not something that began after 2000 Mules. Obviously, the movie is completely new. 
Um, but True the Vote has been working in Yuma, as it has in Maricopa County, uh, for many months. And the sheriff has evidently been um, been um, investigating um, illegal ballot trafficking and other types of fraud in Yuma for a year or so. Um, well, it remains to be seen where this is all going to go. But there's no question that there's some action here. And what I find really good is that they're not just going after the mules, but uh, <clears throat> also after the so-called vote stash houses. And the very fact that the Democrats are freaked out about this. In fact, this woman, Guillermina Fuentes, had a, an army of lawyers out of Phoenix, provided, by the way, by the Democratic Party. They were trying to defend her against these allegations. Why? Because they're obviously in on the fraud. That's the point. This is the team of the fraud putting up mafia lawyers, so to speak, to defend its own uh, defendants. But they've decided it's wiser for her to plead guilty and take the punishment than open up the full can of worms of what she did, who put her up to it, how this whole thing was organized. So the hope of the Democrats is not to open up the inquiry, but to let this woman take the rap and shut it down. talking about the stakeholders meeting that they were going to they it was a it was this health officer or i call her the death officer she serves yuba and sutter counties but she was in a meeting for sutter uh, for yuba county stakeholders and uh, so anyway they were the discussion was how could we make this a healthy community and somebody actually came up with the idea of maybe we just need we need more sidewalks and gutters <laughs> i thought i thought you know something uh, that person I would fire. I would just give her a golden parachute or him a golden parachute, kick them the hell out of the out of the job. Uh, th these are some things that I would I would have done since it's Yuba County. First of all, what would really help the county be healthier is to rescind or revoke the one percent sales tax. That's that's really hurting poor people in our community. I know that it's not hurting anybody working for the county because they're making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. No extra one percent is not going to affect anything anyway. And you could afford even with the high gas prices to drive to Roseville or to Sacramento or to some other place where you can escape the one percent sales tax on most things like anything but cars. So I would rescind the one percent sales tax, which was a direct penalty on poor people. The next thing I, I would do is, is uh, commit to never mandating face masks to get served in our community again, uh, which is kills people. And it removes their oxygen, removes about a high percentage, 12, 12 or 20% of their oxygen in that range, depending on people. Uh, I would never shut down the community again. 
I would never allow another lockdown in the community again. These are things that actually cause poor health in our community. But nobody in that group, that stakeholder group, has the balls to talk like this. So they, they'll they say, oh, well, you know, Dr. Lou, I'm sure you have some wonderful ideas. No, she doesn't. She needs to get the hell kicked out. She needs to get her butt kicked out right out of here. She needs to be fired by the supervisors. That's what she needs. So don't I wouldn't shut down the community. I wouldn't lock down the community. I wouldn't eliminate any businesses as non-essential. I don't know whether you ever thought of this. Some people, I don't pay much attention to you leaders uh, because I think you're full of it, uh, most of you. And so when you say to me I'm non-essential, I know what my where my essential uh, value comes from. It doesn't come from government, right? So when they considered people non-essential, I would take that out of your vocabulary, all you missensitive people and you woke people. Uh, I wouldn't, the thing that uh, it would be healthy for our community was not violate our constitutional rights. How about trying that one on for health, right? How about letting us pursue our happiness, right? How, letting us pursue our happiness. How about not leaving us alone? Don't coming on my property without a warrant. I don't want your, I don't want your visit. I don't want you to drive by to see if I want to get an injection. I don't want your help, right? I don't want your help. How about uh, no social agendas in school? You only teach curriculum like math, real math, real English, not woke English, not woke math, talking about how many slave owners you are. And if you have, if all the white kids in this class owned a slave, no transsexual story times no talking to boys that they might be girls or hoping boys might be girls or hoping girls might be boys just teach the basic curriculum that we used to have right reading writing arithmetic how about that and if you can't figure out how to teach history let somebody else there's other people now that have developed history courses to take us all back to the old days, right? Where we actually taught how this country came into being. That to me would be really healthy. Uh, how about uh, maybe we we should, since we have all this Yuba County Yuba uh, County Water Agency money, we should knock off building a hundred and fifty million dollar education uh, wing up in the foothills because we don't know what else to do with the water and divvy up some of the money for people that are struggling right now because of the Biden agenda. How about that? Since people do live in Yuba County, instead of you continually screwing the people, it's amazing to me that this, the supervisors that sit on the water agency would vote to get, have everybody have a 1% sales tax and turn around and put $150 million in a school that people aren't even going to benefit from. It's just unbelievable. It just totally you, you would do better if everybody in this board of supervisors would take LSD about an hour or two before you go into the meeting and then do the, do your talk. You would may, maybe have a higher level of consciousness and and wouldn't and it would take it. Maybe it would uh, cast the stupid spirit out of you. Uh, OK, uh, let me I'm sure there was one thing. Don't act like Nazis. You know, I have more and more people tell me. The government treats me like a piece of crap. You go in and they treat me like, hey, if you don't like it, Stan, move, right? Instead of them being our employer, our employee, 
They act like we are here to serve them and to kick down some money to them. I'm just so done with that. That is causing me bad mental health. You got that one out there? Stakeholders cause me bad mental health. The people that live in the bubble of government employment have no idea the stresses that they're putting on our community. No idea. You live in a bubble and all you understand is what's in that bubble. The entire, your entire world revolves around you in government. In other words, if you don't want to, if you, uh, if, if you, if you want to work different schedules, the government just changes the schedule has nothing to do with what better serves the people. Right? So the, the, the prime example are the supposed leaders in our government, the board of supervisors, this is supposed to be a government of the people, by the people, for the people. So why don't you have the meeting at the most difficult time of day for people to arrive at the meeting to attend the Board of Supervisors meeting? Like 9 in the morning when people are trying to get their kids to school and get to work. Or 3 in the afternoon when they're trying to finish up and figure out what they're going to they got to pick the kids up from, from here and take them over to soccer practice, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Why not have all the meetings at night? Oh, that's an inconvenience to the staff of the government. Hey, screw the staff of the government. How about that? They're there to serve us. If they don't like to work for government, I do not see a huge bunch of people fleeing government for the private sector right now. This is a great time to make a change. Oh, the staff. Oh, Steve Smith. Oh, Kevin Mallon. They they only make $300,000 a year. That would be a real tough one on them to come to a weekly meeting in the evening uh, where they would have to sit for two, three, four hours, right? Instead of the middle of their day, right? They get paid, and then they get paid to come over and just sit in that meeting. I think they ought to come at night when, when people can come and and address the boards of supervisors. The city council has an evening meeting that would improve the mental health of our community, right? The problem is that most government decisions are made for government employees and government politicians, not for the people. They, they say, oh, well, we're going to start this new program for the people. They'll really like it. No, they won't really like it. We'd rather have our money back and you lay off half your employees. I'd rather have less people in the county council office less people in human resources office less people in public works less people over here less people over there and have more money in my pocket and less government running my life oh well what are we going to do about a public works projects that need to be done hire a contractor right they don't need lifetime retirement every person in the government when you hire on at the government you not only get paid for showing up and then not showing up, like for days you want to take off and you call in and lie and tell them you're sick. Remember that, how that works? You get paid from the time you start work for the government and the time you drop dead. Most people in the private sector do not have that benefit. We don't need all these people paying. all. We can't pay your retirement. You know what happens? They raise all these taxes, right? Oh, we're going we're gonna to improve our response. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Then what happens? They paid off a bunch of pensions they can't afford. Let's eliminate half the government employees and eliminate the pensions and hire the jobs out. Subcontract those jobs. How about that? Oh, well, that's impossible. No, there, you know, there's, if you're really interested, you should text me. Because I know there's towns in the United States that that uh 
sub out almost all public works and all kinds of work, engineering, public works, all kinds of things, even police and fire. Just a thought. You, you ask, uh, oh, what would improve the health of the community? Giving back our money. Leave us alone. Too much government nosing around in our business. That you recently, the, the, uh, the Sutter County supervisors took a, a, allowed the uh, doctor death to take a grant to, ha- to hire more government trackers. We don't need more government investigators. We want people to be gone out of our lives. I don't need people tracking me. They already have tracked me on my phone. I don't need that. I, I don't want to pay out of my tax dollars somebody to come around and tell me what to do. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I got to change the color of my house. Oh, I can't put this window in that way. Oh, I can't water today. Right? On and on and on and on. I, go. I just heard where some sheriffs now, because of the high gas prices are going to say, well, we don't think we're going to, we're just going to talk to you on the phone when you call 911. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. The 911 system. We just went through a deal here with Measure K, the 1% sales tax, where they said, we're not going to be able to respond for an hour or so in the foothills, which is, hey, what's new about that? People live up there for a reason. They, they, they're not expecting a quick response on 911. So they said, we're not going to be able to respond. Now sheriffs are starting to say, not our local ones yet, but they're saying around the United States, oh, well, you know, we're not going to be able to respond like we normally do because gas is too high. Oh, really? I see. So what are we going to have to come up with more money? I know the the leaders of Yuba County are so gleeful. They're so... Uh, euphoric about all the money coming in more money than they ever dreamed about coming on major K that they can't hardly hold it in. And they're just spending, 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 hiring, hiring, hiring. And cause I don't even, I've never even heard of them starting their committee to oversee the spending of the money, but you know who they're going to hire. They only hire yes. People in government. If you ever have a contrary view in government, you get eliminated or you never get promoted. Did you know that? Yeah, the only ones get promoted are just really super high-performing people or screw-ups. They get promoted. I can actually name them for you. I I won't do it on the air, but if you want a few examples, you could always give me a shout-out. I'll give you my personal experience and their name, right, of local examples in the Yuba-Sutter counties. They got promoted for screwing up big time, big time. And uh, so, but it... You know, that's that's the way it's working in government. Uh, So we don't need half of them. Right. And they keep wanting, you know, here's the deal. When you're in sales each month, you want your sales to increase. Right. No matter what business you're in, if you did, somebody told me they did a million dollars last year and this year they're going to do two million dollars or just, you know, bigger is better. Right. Bigger is better. In government, the problem is, is bureaucrats always want more workers more budget, and more programs. And it's just the opposite of what our founding fathers wanted. They wanted less, less, less. More is not better in government. Whenever the government expands, that's like your neighbor scooting his fence over a foot and cutting a foot off your property. That's exactly what it is. Or some fatso that buys the same, paid the same price for the ticket you did on the airplane 
and he's got three people worth of blubber, right? He's overinflated. And so he takes his seat and half of the seats on each side. That's what government's doing. We need to shrink government. You want to increase the mental health, the benefits of of, uh, our community? Shrink the government and give us our money back. Give us a lot of our money back. Cut the taxes. Cut the fees. Cut the surcharges. Be actually in your office five days a week. Not to, I've told people this before. Go into, go into your government. Just take a tour of the Yuba Sutter and go into a government office on Friday and then go in on Monday and see how few people are there on Friday. Very few leaders are in their office on Friday. I'll just tell you that. Very few leaders will spend the whole day in the office on Friday. I never took a Friday off of my whole life. Every day when I went to work for somebody else, I worked every single day. And I never called in sick whether I was sick or not. I just went to work unless I could not actually get out of the bed or I broke my leg or something, had knee surgery and took a day off. This stuff of just, oh, yeah, well, I took a sick day. You mean you called in and lied to them? You know something? I'm amazed. I'm amazed at people. They will lie and then they'll accept They'll now want to tell me something that I should believe them on the next sentence. But I, they just lied about something else that I, we both know they lied. Like, oh, I call, I took a sick day. I called in and told him I was ill, right? If you call them and said, oh, I feel fine. I'm just taking a sick day. They'd say, you can't take it. You have to lie, right? So you get all these sick days in government, right? It's just a total fraud. The whole thing's a darn fraud. And it's, it, they, it, they incentivize waste. I was in uh, working, I was uh, uh, at Yuba City Fire as a chaplain. I was sitting around one day over there. And so the guys were discussing how to get rid of some of the budget because they're coming up to the end of the physical year. This is, this is like, fat. I'm just, they're nice people. I like the firefighters, right? So they have a budget in the city, but if they don't spend the budget and they give the budget back, what do you think is going to happen the next year? Well, they're going to have a hard time getting that much budget again because they didn't spend the budget. You know what they do then? They come up with all kinds of ideas to spend, get rid of that money. They, they want to zero out their budget. And so it, it's a negative, uh, it's a negative incentive. They got to spend the money, even if they really don't need the stuff. They just go, go out and buy some cases of this, some cases of that, get new turnouts, do, do this, do that, right? To blow off the budget. I'm telling you people, there is so much waste in the United States. We could run the country on half, half the employees we got out here. And and say, and I could hear some of the supervisors if they listen to this show, which they probably won't. It doesn't make any difference to me. I don't get any thrills from them listening. Oh, Lou, you know, you wouldn't put up with all the poor service. We got poor service now. We got really lousy service. I live in the city of Marysville, right? Really lousy service. And I would rather have my freedom, and I will patch the street. I will clean out the plugged gutter, right? I will do much of what you guys pretend you do, which you don't pretend you do it very well. I I want my money back, and I want my freedom back. I don't want you in my my business and I don't want you to tell me how to how to construct my house and all the nonsense and all the fees and all the nonsense. I don't want that. I want my freedom. And I will I will uh put up with lots of like oh I'll, I'll handle some of the narrow do wells on my street. People that want to do stupid stuff. I'll 
I get together with some people and we'll take care of business over here. No problems if the police can't handle it on a lighter crew. I, in fact, I can tell them how to save a million dollars in the city on law enforcement right now, but they don't want to hear it because they don't want to do what I what I suggest. That's all. You know, it, it's not like there aren't good ideas. It's the government, the people that are in charge do not want to change one bit except get bigger, get fatter, right? Everything, if you applied the the principles of government in the private sector, you would kill everybody off. You'd kill everybody off. Oh, you're fat? Just eat more, right? Sit more, eat more, right? Unbelievable. I had a good experience today. I, I, I told the hospital I, was, I needed to see a lady, but I couldn't because I don't qualify anymore because I'm not shot and injected and all that stuff. I'm amazed. I'll have to cover this on the backside. I'm probably going to run out of time. The liberals in this country are so, they're so uh, split-minded double-minded they they want to take such good care of their bodies they they don't want they want they don't want gmo foods they don't want poison sprayed on this they're anti-monsanto they're this they're that they're all this purity then they then they they bow at the altar of the jab they take oh did you get the jab oh did you get the second one did you get the booster did you get the second booster did you get the third booster right oh how come you're not wearing a mask unbelievable they they just do all this this crazy stupid stuff and uh and they're killing themselves it's just this on one hand it it's like when i was raised liberals are all all against the government oh you can't believe the government oh they're they had all these conspiracy theories all this now they're like all oh, big government oh like bring it on baby let's just like double this hat they're high you know they start one department after another back there in washington dc right now in fact they just hired dan flores dan flores a development director for 3.2 square miles Paid him. I don't know how what are they paying him ten thousand dollars a month. Unbelievable! What a scam. The city of Marysville. This thing is never ending. You could talk every day of the week, twice a day on this nonsense, and still not run out of hot topics. I'll be right back. We're going to uh, hit our third segment in just a minute. You who are on the road must have a code. That you can live by And so Become yourself Because the We the people tell the government what to do It doesn't tell us We the people are the driver The government is the car And we decide where it should go And by what route and how fast Almost all the world's constitutions Are documents in which governments Tell the people what their privileges are our Constitution is a document in which we, the people, tell the government what it is allowed to do. We, the people, are free. Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can create money. And any other attribution of, to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it. The trade unions don't produce it. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. Oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing else. Gentlelady from Georgia is recognized for one minute. 
Thank you. Well, we don't agree on much these days here in, in Congress, but I know there's one thing we all agree on. We all agree that we really like guns. See, we're the special privileged elites. We're the ones in this chamber being protected by guns, while the American people don't have men and women with guns outside their homes. Of course, not at any gun-free school zone they're not protected, nor at work. But here, Congress, the same Congress that's voting to send just millions and millions of dollars worth of guns to Ukraine so that they can defend themselves, is the same Congress working as hard as possible to take away the Second Amendment rights from Americans. You see, our job here is to protect rights like due process and the Second Amendment rights of Americans, not strip them away. Red flag gun laws violate Americans' due process rights, and this is the type of thing that we shouldn't be passing in this Congress, especially while we enjoy the very privileged, elite, special protection of guns. And the rate of inflation during the Civil War in the South, I don't know, got up to something like 4 or 5% a month or more. The South financed the war almost entirely by printing press money. But at one point in the later part of the war, the Northern Army overran the place in the South where they were printing money. And for two weeks, the printing presses couldn't operate. And lo and behold, within two weeks, the inflation stopped. <coughs> What's the matter, honey? Can't sleep? Oh, no. I've got fever, my nose is running, and my head is pounding. Uh-oh. Looks like the flu bug's got you. No. I think it's all that crystal meth I snorted. You're shaking like a chihuahua in a blizzard. Well, I know what you need. More crystal meth? No, Tweaker. You need to come down off that high. You need... Heroin PM. The nighttime sniffling, shaking, tweaking, aching. Speed freak fever so you can pass out medicine. Heroin PM, huh? I thought heroin was for movie stars and rock and roll entertainers. <laughs> Nonsense, honey. Everyone's fancy enough for heroin. <laughs> Isn't heroin addicting? Yes. Wait a minute. This won't make me sluggish for work now, will it? Well, don't ask me. Ask Heroin PM spokesperson Keith Richards. <laughs> that just slowed me down. I've been taking heroin PM for years. No, I still play the trumpet as good as I used to. Wait a minute, aren't you the Rolling Stones guitarist? Guitarist, right. Like I said, honey, dive in. The heroin's fine. <laughs> Gee, thanks, honey. Don't thank me. Thank your new honey. Heroin, yeah. Thank you, heroin, yeah. Heroin, yeah. The nighttime sniffling, shaking, tweaking, aching, crying, moaning, itching, hallucinating, heart racing, blood burning, mind scrambling, speed freak, fever, so you can pass out medicine. <laughs> Warning, may cause career in show business. to mention a couple people i'm gonna i salt these people in throughout the talk to give them a little shout out remind you if you 
you need their business if you're located. Some of you I know are in another state. You're not going to be able to benefit from them. That uh, uh, Hopefully you'll be gracious with us. I wanted to talk about uh, a couple of these folks. Alan, Alan Auto Body that fixed my car for me. Alan Auto Body at uh, Sutter at Tea Garden Street in Yuba City. They are the, the uh, auto body place, the bright canary yellow building, big racing stripe around the side of it. You can reach them at 530-671-1057. They will take good care of you. They're honest, they're kind, and they are easy to work with. They don't do drugs. They're not weird. They don't get loaded, uh, drunk. Um, they're not going to go on a, a wild one after they got your car all tore, tore apart. They're going to get it done. People of Integrity, Tea Garden and Sutter in Yuba City, Allen's Auto Body. Check Kevin and Carrie out. All Power Services, my friend Josh and uh, and the uh, they got a, they got, I think they hired some other people over there actually. Will and Josh are the primary guys, but I think they they were looking to hire another people. But All Power Services on fourteen sixty nine Stewart Road. In Yuba City, that's All Power. Is this a Gmail at All Power fourteen sixty nine at Gmail? If you want to shoot them a Gmail, or you could call them at five three zero eight four four zero three four seven. So, what's the big deal with All Power? They work on anything that's powered by some kind of device, like a motor or something like that. For everything from a vehicle, truck, big rig, chainsaw, uh, all kind of cranes. Off-road vehicles, jet skis, anything with powered, right? Take it to them. Their specialty is taking your broken stuff and giving it back to you like new, okay? That's pretty simple. So check them out. Uh, they also are professional, certified, super-duper fabricators and welders. If you got some part on your truck or something that needs to be made so you can get stuff done better, they can figure out how to do it. They're kind of like a genius. That's what they are. Also, uh, Dr. Cassidy and I are working together. Dr. Joe Cassidy, he is a he is a real, the real McCoy medical doctor. He's not like me. I, I kind of just fake stuff. He's a me real medical doctor. Went to school, graduated, was 25 years a local health officer, was the jail doctor for Yuba County Jail, and got awards from the state of California, and wasn't even a liberal, and still got an award. He works t now part-time at Peachtree Health Clinic, and we are, uh, or they may call it Peachtree Clinic. Anyway, 530-749-3242. Usually doctors don't need to advertise. He's a pretty busy boy, but he wants to make sure, although he'll see anybody for medical needs, uh, the family, the kids, the grandpas, all those people, he is really interested, and in, in not everyone wants to see addicts, and he wants to see you if you're an addict. So if you're any kind of an addict, alcoholic, tobacco, uh, meth, fentanyl, he wants to see you. If you'll, We're going to help you in whatever way we can to get you your life back. If you'll call him at 530-749-3242, work through the auto attendance system, ask for Dr. Cassidy when they say, what do you need? Say, I need some addiction help. Uh, they will hook you up. If for some reason they don't, I'm going to give you his personal cell number. Do not blow it up. Hear me? Do not blow it up his phone and don't call him. Text him. Text him once. That's it. 530-682-8648. 530-682-8648. Just give him your name. Say, I, I need an appointment. 
right? He'll he'll be getting in touch with you. Now, if all else fails, you text him. You, man, you think Lou told me to do this, and he didn't. Dude, dude's not calling me back. Sometimes you can you can get the number wrong, right? Get transpose the number. Still, if it doesn't work when you transpose the number. Or you might have written it down wrong. I'm going to give you my number again. I already gave it to you once. I'm going to give it to you again. And you can call me up, talk to me, text me, and I will make everything right. I will get you hooked up in every way if you can't get this other thing handled through Peachtree or, or Doc. My number is 530-713-1838. We don't have office hours, and we'll work seven days a week So, to talk to you. And we'll get you hooked up with the with whatever you need. Every addict is different. So some people don't need a rehab. Some people need other things. And I don't have time to do all the other things. So if you need help, give me a shout or or uh, go through Peachtree Clinic. Try that first. See whether it works, okay? All right. And I want to mention uh, just down the street from Allen's Auto Body, you can actually see the one place from another on Sutter Street is Nellie Garcia. Uh, at North Valley Paralegal, 751 Sutter Street. She does, I, I was over there the other day. I took her in a big old basket of goodies to thank her for all her good work in the community. And she had all these different services listed on her glass uh, in, in the window. And uh, if you can just do a drive-by on her at 751 Sutter, she does all these different services, whether it's wills, trusts, you know restraining orders all kinds of stuff anyway check her out she's better than the attorneys she's cheaper she's nicer she's honest more honest than the attorneys and she will work night and day to help you she takes she takes things personal sometimes attorneys don't take it very personal and you just think like they don't care she cares north valley paralegal and i'm going to get back to the action here we got a few others to talk about later but we'll do that as i say later Oh, so uh, I have a clip in there about the uh, DUI charges. We're checking into the DUI charges of Paul Pelosi. Why do we even care? Because you know why everybody's pissed off? It's because they have the feeling that there is more than one judicial system in this country. And if you, if you can hire an attorney, you get one, you get one outcome. If you're an important, if you're, if you're married to, or you are an important person, or you're married to one, or your dad's one or your mom's one then you get another you get a better deal right if you're lighter skinned you get a better deal right and uh so it's interesting to me it says that uh paul pelosi was arrested that means he was actually detained right they didn't they didn't cite and release him on the side of the road they arrested him this is out of an article uh, on suspicion of drunk driving in Oakville, not Oakvale, Oakville, on the night of May 28th. In Napa County at District Attorney's Office, she is a pussy, uh, and she will not. Allison Haley is all freaked out over this, uh, ha- handling a big dog, because it, it could squinch her career. And if, and if George Soros put her into power, that means she's got Soros on her back as well. So Paul Pelosi was out in the middle of the night. Who knows what he was up to? He said he left a dinner party, but it's really late. He was tanked, according to the story. Uh, he was detained on misdemeanor account of driving under the influence after a two-car crash on the night of May 28th. Now, who knows whose fault it was, right? Maybe it was nobody's fault, but he rolled into an intersection on Highway 29 and collided with a Jeep, right? And so... Uh, 
So it says, uh, no decision has been made at this time. Any speculation to the contrary is incorrect. How, how disgusting. The district attorney's office, this is the arrogance of, of government right now. Any speculation to the contrary is incorrect. You know something? We have a right to speculate. You don't have any right to tell us what to think or say. We could say all kinds of crap. That's um, This is America. You can't tell us what to say or what not to say. You're so full of crap over there, right? Everywhere is so full of crap. All these people, oh, you can't say that. Yeah, I can say whatever I want. It's my opinion. It's an opinion piece. I can write whatever I want. If you don't like it or if you think it's wrong, you can write your opinion piece. That's all you got is your opinion. And all of a sudden, people think, oh, we should trust the government. When lately can you trust the government? Can anybody just write me write me an email, lou at nohostagesradio.com, and tell me all the truths during COVID that the government just smothered us with, all the righteousness of the government. It says here, a court date of August 3rd is coming up, and it says the case is currently under review to decide what, if any, Charges will be filed against Mr. Pelosi, the standard protocol for any DUI case. In other words, they're trying to say, we treat everybody exactly the same. Right there, you lost me, babe. You lost me. You do not treat everybody exactly the same. Lots of people, your own people, if somebody in your office got arrested, they get treated differently. I've seen it in Sutter County and Yuba County. They cut people, deals. Right in, I mean, I've seen domestic violence cases where the bailiff uh, in the Sutter County courts, uh, they didn't prosecute him. They just ditched his case. I still know the names. I talked to the people. They're still around. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to the people. Just tell them the truth. We got four or five different standards of justice, and that's the way things work here. Spokesperson. This is another place that government can get rid of all the spokespeople. We spent a hundred grand in Sutter and Yuba County and both for spokespeople. Why don't you just have a good administrative secretary handle the spokes spoke speaking for people? Holy mackerel. Uh, okay. So anyway, then here, here's the deal. The Napa County district attorney's office said it, it's recently been flooded with angry calls after right wing. It's, this is so ridiculous. Right wing media figures. Right wing is as soon as they have to label everybody. You know these people are so liberal, and they do not want to admit wrong ever. Even if they shot somebody, like whatever happened to the dude that the actor that shot those people on the set, right? And he's a liberal man. It's going. We got this. We got angry calls after right-wing media figures spread false rumors. Now, listen to this. False rumors that the DUI charges against Pelosi had been dropped. As, but then they go on and say, listen to this last phrase. As first reported by the San Francisco Chronicle, there is no more liberal paper in the U.S. than the San Francisco Chronicle. The San Francisco Chronicle initially re- re- reported it wasn't a, a right-wing media figure. The false rumors that they're suggesting came from the San Francisco Chronicle. I used to read it every single day in my household. My parents took it. I read. I loved the Sporting Green. The San Francisco. We read. They had a, a lot of great columnists back then. So they start off saying. 
The right-wing media figure spread false rumors after that the DUI charges against Pelosi had been dropped, as first reported by the San Francisco... Who do we to, to believe? The San Francisco Chronicle, one of the older papers on the West Coast, you can't believe it? You can't believe them? They're the ones that are... Why did you blame the right-wing media figures when it's the San Francisco Chronicle that first reported that the charges were going to be dropped on Pelosi? What did they know? That no one else knew. Then it goes on to say those who fanned the flames of false information on Twitter included Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. You know, Lauren Boebert from Rifle, Colorado. I love that name of that city. And Donald Trump Jr. All those dirty un-Americans. No, no, no. It was the San Francisco Chronicle that first reported that they dropped the charges against Pelosi. The Pelosi's live in San Francisco. Do you think they would cut them a little deal? They, I would think, hey, they would cut them a deal. Why would they say the, the charges were dropped? Because I think they, they, had, they dropped them, baby. They got him over there. They booked him. Do you know they booked him? I was talking to a sheriff's correctional officer the other day that I know that works locally here, and I says, uh, actually, I talked to no, I talked to uh, a person retired from police department, and I said, tell me the, the terms booking, booked them, and cite and release. He said, Lou, there's, there is a difference, and they just use them interchangeably to, to fake people out. This is, amazing. this is the police officer's own person. Said they misrepresent things when they don't want you to know what's going on this is our government that's supposed to be transparent and supposed to show equal justice no matter whether you got a million dollars or you got a million fleas this they were so deceptive on this i had i did a lot of research on the thing Oh, yeah, they said, you know, they, 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 he wasn't in the police department. He was in another facility. Why don't they just tell us where all the information is? Why does he get all the special privileges? Napa County is one of the only two counties out of 58 counties that has a separate correctional institution, not, not a county jail like Yuba County, Sutter counties have jails. They have a separate correctional center where they put a lot of their people, and they have a city jail. He ended up over in probably in the county jail, and they played games. Well, you know, and now they say, oh, well, we don't have the dash cam. I'm telling you, if they wanted to have the dash cam, they would have it in 60 seconds. You know, they, they oh, the highway patrol has it, and, you know, they're, they're located offshore, right, 1,000 miles offshore, the California Highway Patrol. We have no idea who to talk to with the California Highway Patrol to get a dash cam footage of, of, of Paul Pelosi. Let me just tell you, how many times have you laughed your head off watching YouTube clips of sheriffs pulling people over and they drunk as a skunk, can't stand up, or, or talking stupid talk? Oh, well, we can't let Paul Pelosi look like a stupid person or try to pay the guy off, right? Oh, that would interfere with the case. Really? I mean, the film is the film. What hurts? How many times have we seen people shoot it up with the cops? 
And as soon as they, they, oh, yeah, the cops shot this guy in cold blood, all of a sudden the sheriff's department showing the video all over the place. The cop, the cops getting beat down, beat down, beat down, shows the cop did a righteous kill. How often have we seen thousands of minutes and thousands of replays of cops after they get shown? Oh, because the cop, the cop was really in the right and the public saying, oh, yeah, he shot that guy in cold blood, right? How many times? Where are all these dash cams when you need them? Oh, well, the highway patrol, you know, the high, I, I saw the highway patrol up close and personal during the COVID protests at the state Capitol. Oh, you shouldn't have been protesting. We have a right to protest. We have a right to stand up. We don't need a permit. We don't need a permit from the city, the county, the, the state, the federal government. You do not need permits to, to get together. For religious purposes or for any other purpose. We have a right to redress our grievances as often as we want, whenever we want. If we want to stand in front of, of, of the state capitol, if we want to stand in front of the pencil of the White House, if we want to go down and protest in Napa, we have a right to protest. And you don't have to get a permit. That's all baloney. That's for people that want communism. Oh, yeah, you can't do anything unless we give you permission. It's crazy. This is a this is a scam. He's going to walk. We all know he's going to walk. You think he's going to do any time in jail for this? Now, the other thing is, I, I don't know, the guy, the guy that he hit. Oh, he's this. This is unbelievable. This spokesperson said, we're here. This this guy, I wish I could meet him. This guy named Wolford, W-O-F-F-O-R-D, the. This spokesperson for Napa DA, listen to this BS. We're here to serve the community and answer their questions and protect the community when we have enough gas. We're never going to be bothered. Oh, we're never going to be bothered or frustrated with the calls. But we do want people to realize if they hear a story and it's not coming from an official source man this sounds like communist baby in other words pravda it's pravda it's like every news station in the world covers the january 6th it isn't a trial you know that right it was a hollywood production it was a movie that's pravda that's indoctrinations that's propaganda that's not a court trial no judge would put up with that no legit judge He says, we do want people to realize if they hear a story and it's not coming from an official source. uh Oh, Wolford, are you going to tell me it's fake news, baby? It's probably best not to put 100 percent trust in it, Wolford said. Now, the interesting thing is, and I can't find the guy's name in the in the uh, in the article. Oh, here's some more. Okay, he paid five thousand bail and. They took a blood alcohol check. Now, it's very confusing because they let this guy sit and, and stew for four hours. Now, you know, each hour that goes by, your blood alcohol goes down, goes down, goes down, right? So he tested 0.08 and above. That means he's illegal. So he ran into a guy named Jesus V. Lopez in a 2014 Jeep. My wondering is, since his name is Jesus and I like to, uh, uh, what do they call, profile people. I wonder if old Jesus was illegal. 
And I wonder if Pelosi didn't like buy him a, a Porsche. And I wonder, I don't think Jesus got hurt, but, you know, they can't turn anybody into ice. So Jesus maybe wanted to get out of there. I'll be right back. we got a half show to do. Man, Uncle Sam, to help again. Got himself in a terrible jam. Way down yonder in Vietnam. Put down your books and pick up a gun. We're going to have a whole lot of fun. And it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. The next stop is Vietnam, and it's five, six, seven. Open up the pearly gates. Well, there ain't no time to wonder why we all gonna die. Now come on, Wall Street, don't be slow. I'm man, this is war, a go-go. There's plenty good money to be made. Supply in the army with the tools of the trade. Just don't be afraid if they drop the bomb, they drop it on the Vietcong. And it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn The next stop is Vietnam And it's five, six, seven Open up the pearly gates Well, ain't no time to wonder why We all gonna die Now come on, generals, let's move fast Your big chance is here at last Now you can go out and get those reds Cause the only good commie is one that's dead You know that peace can only be one When the wrong all the kingdom comes Sing it! One, two, three, four, In California, an 82-year-old man was arrested for drunk driving in Napa County, California. He was arrested around midnight and then booked at around 4 a.m. This is very unusual for a man of that age to be out drinking and driving in the middle of the night. It's very unusual. Here's a picture of the gentleman with his wife and, oh, it appears he's married to Nancy Pelosi. Oh, we get it. No more questions. Oh, hey, Nancy. You scared me. Where the hell you been, Paul? Uh, what, what are you doing here? I, I live here, Paul. I thought you were going to be out of town. Where were you, Paul? Huh? Out with your Instagram horse? No, I, I, I was at a friend's house. Sure you were. Where were you? Huh? Were you at your massage parlor again? Getting your happy engine? Your little rubbing chug? No, no. Yeah, sure. I know you were there. Those girls rubbing you with their dirty booger fingers? I wasn't, I, I swear. It's like your second home. You like it here, Paul? Huh? No, I, I only like you. Sure, Paul. Were you at the strip club again? Getting your lap dances from your dirty college strippers? No. Yeah, I know what you like, Paul. You're a dirty birdie. You like it nasty. You probably got your herpes. You got your herpes, Paul? No, I don't. I, I, I love you. Yeah, sure you do, Paul. Love would have brought you home last night. You don't care about me. Where were you, Paul? I got arrested. Arrested? Yeah. Uh, arrested for what? A DUI. A DUI? Yes. Well, why didn't you just call it Uber? Well, I... I don't um, Because you were leaving your horse out. I'm sorry, Nancy. Please don't leave Did me. Did you at least tell the cop who your wife was? Yeah, but he was a Trump supporter. He said he didn't care. He said he didn't care? No. <laughs> the Republicans are going to have a field day with this one. He was so mean to me. He said, I don't care who your wife is. And then he said Trump won. That's what he said, huh? Yes, he said that. Hmm. What are you going to do? Don't worry. Um, I'll think of something. They handcuffed me. They took my mugshot. I never felt so abused. They took your mugshot? Yeah. Give me a second, Paul. Oh, I want to talk about another thing that's on everybody's mind today, and that's your stick-ups and your sky jackets. 
which, uh, if that was up to me, I could end the skyjackings tomorrow. You could? All you got to do is arm all your passengers. <laughs> and if he ain't got no more superiority there, he ain't going to dare to pull out no rod. And uh, then your airlines, then they wouldn't have to chase the passengers on the ground no more. They just pass out the pistols at the beginning of the trip, and they pick them up again at the end. Case closed. The evidence of vaccine death and injuries is overwhelming to anyone capable of seeing past the mainstream media's hypnotic lies. The numbers tell us that the vaccines have already caused a 20% increase in deaths. Now we have a, a run rate of about 20% excess mortality. That's confirmed by uh, the CDC numbers, the funeral home numbers, and the insurance company numbers. And then somebody did an independent study I saw recently suggesting 20% is the number. So we're running at 20% excess deaths. And a 10% increase in disabilities. This is a stunning number. You're telling yeah. me that things been flat for five years at 29 million and all of a sudden out of the data, they got three million people are disabled out of nowhere? Correct. And now we are beginning to understand that this is just the beginning. Things are going to get much, much worse. Many of us have already seen the mysterious objects found in the vials of COVID vaccines by two separate independent groups using electron microscopy. We are also familiar with the rising number of strokes heart attacks, and other side effects experienced worldwide after the biggest experimental vaccination in history. And now we are getting a first glimpse of what is causing all this. Something in the COVID vaccines seems to be growing within the recipient's vascular system. Anomalous objects are being discovered in the dead bodies of the vaccinated by embalmers and coroners. Horrific things being grown inside the veins and arteries. These are not blood clots, and they appear to be some sort of organic material with small crystals and extremely thin wires made up of what looks like reptilian scales. This internal blockage growing within the vaccinated would certainly explain all of the deadly side effects we are seeing today. What the mainstream media is currently spinning as sudden adult death syndrome. We do not know what these things are, but they are being found by embalmers and coroners everywhere, except pretty much all of them are too afraid to speak out or they don't care. Only one has shown the courage to speak out so far. And this is the real tragedy. For those who remain silent, things will not get better. The FDA is poised to authorize these deadly vaccines to children as young as six months old. And humanity does nothing. Today, we want to provide an update on a topic that I know many parents and grandparents are focused on. The potential for the first COVID-19 vaccines for kids under five. We have waited a long time for this moment. Well, guys, uh, here's some good news. The Biden administration has finally announced a vaccine rollout plan for children under five, and they've ordered 10 million doses. That's great. Right now, kids are like, oh my gosh, we can finally meet up for drinks. Yep, as we speak, everyone in the lollipop industry is like, we're buying a yacht, here we go. You get a lollipop, you get one. It's very exciting to hear a four-year-old scream, Facebook told me Bill Gates controls the vaccines. You go, okay, shoot. 
Why should we deserve anything other than pain and suffering if we do nothing to protect our own children? Once those afraid of speaking out begin seeing their coroner tables filled with dead children, it will be too late. But it's not too late now. If you are an embalmer, a coroner, or a funeral director, and you are seeing these things, there is still time to save the lives of our innocent children. You can start now by contacting Dr. Jane Ruby at ProtonMail.com. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion. I can't get no relief. Businessman there, drink my wine. All right. Uh, Pelosi was found, uh, again, to have over the legal blood limit. Uh, they allowed him. They waited more. Than, according to this article, this is amazing. They waited more than four hours to utilize a breathalyzer. Have you ever seen such a thing? Man, we're like having people blow. When I was riding with the police all the time, we'd have people blow right out there on the side of the street. Boom. So, uh I would love to meet up with Jesus V. Lopez. Man, how many guys get to run into one of the most wealthy guys around? And uh, in a, uh, they call it a brand-new Porsche. I think it was a 2021. Man, that's an old Porsche for a guy like Pelosi. He could buy one of those every week. So he, he was housed at the Department of Correction. Do you see that? It wasn't the Napa County Sheriff's Department. They don't have their own jail. They got a Department of Correction. These guys are big time. Uh, but, but, you know, in, in, in the midst of it, oh, well, we don't customarily give out mug shots. I'm telling you people that is so, what a big lie. All this is, is just a big sham on people. All right, let's go on here. I, I, I got, I'm I'm sucking the time out. We're already in our second half. I didn't think I had a, a big list to talk about. I have a lot of fun topics, interesting topics. You know what? I always hope things that interest me interest you. Uh, but uh, this is, you know, the the amount of disinformation to have this Wolford that speak for Napa County is like, if you really want, if you really, if you really, like, if you really want the truth, come to government. We tell the truth, baby. I have called government so much. They fill me full, full much crap, wouldn't return my phone calls. And then when I write something, an article, oh, he's a liar. Do they ever refute it and put their name out there? No way, baby. No way, because they are out there liability because uh, they they are the ones in the wrong, right? So for uh, so example, did you check around when you heard all this stuff about COVID? And oh, you gotta wear a mask. You gotta wash everything. You gotta like spray, 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 wash, wash. You gotta stand on the exit. I thought this is this is so hilarious, right? Sweden didn't do anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sweden. You think, oh, what's Sweden? You know, they're over there in Europe somewhere. Did you ever study anything in? What they do? Tell you how to jerk off over there at Marysville High School? Is that what they did? They tell you how to have sex with an animal? Is that what they're doing? They do 
they got these uh, trans trans talks now. How to go both ways for you? Is that what they teach you? How, you don't know where Sweden is? Well, Sweden, they got a little over 10 million people, right? It's about one-fourth the size population of California. Or look at it another way. If you just took Northern California and cut us off, like Sacramento and above, that still wouldn't be 10 million. You with me? All Northern California, Sacramento and above. But 10 million people, just think of 10 million people. It's A lot of states just have a million people. California is the biggest population, okay? Sweden thought it over. Here's what we did in the United States. Uh, we masked everybody up, right? We made everybody get tested. And then we, we told them they all they had something they really didn't have. We told them to, we told the healthy people, not the sick people, but the healthy people, they had to quarantine. People that tested positive for, for COVID but didn't have any symptoms, they had to quarantine. Universal mask, man, all this crazy stuff. No schools, right? Screwed kids out of almost two years of their schooling, right? And even after all these extreme measures that were totally unscientific, totally anti-health, you know what we got out of it? We got the, some of the worst outcomes in the world sweden didn't do any of it they didn't do the hysteria they didn't they they didn't uh laden their people with fear chants uh they didn't gear up a whole deal to fight this they just were rational like we normally were up to up to 2019 and uh, if you want to really look into it, look into the Hong Kong flu of, two, of uh, 1969. That was a year we had two big, massive concerts, over 300,000 apiece, within three months of each other, Woodstock and Altamont. No, but there were no restrictions. There was, there was one of the, the, the Hong Kong flu killed over a million people internationally, way worse than COVID. No, no uh, contingencies in the United States at all. In Sweden, there were no masks, no lockdowns, no vaccine, and most importantly, no problem. In, in Sweden today, life has largely returned to normal. And it all happened without the economy destroying non-pharmaceutical interventions demanded by the public health experts, including Dr. Mengele here in Yuba Sutter County. The hex expert class that guaranteed that chaos would come to every country that disobeyed their commands to hit the self-destruction but button for their nations. We asked people to push the self-destruct button on their life, shut down their kids, shut down their families, shut down their rehabs, shut down their, their, their classes, their support groups, their job, everything, just shut it all down. And trust the government to send them an occasional check. Totally nutso. And our supervisors think that's just wonderful. You know why? Because they made money on the deal. Money just kept flowing in the supervisors. The Yuba County supervisor got a hundred grand apiece per per year. The Swedish government has provided its advanced metrics on the COVID nineteen pandemic to the public. In other words, they're an open book, different from our government, that's still trying to hide all the people dying 
And then when they die from the shot, they deny it. They call it, instead of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, they call it SADS, sudden adult death syndrome. That's when you can't figure out why people die or you say you can't because you don't want to take the rap for being for killing people off, basically for murder. You ever seen a murder? Very few murders confess. Most of them walk out and go to go to prison being found guilty, saying they're innocent. The Swedish government is has an open book. The data includes the ever important statistics on actual day of death and other useful information. So this guy that wrote this article has all the metrics, the graphs, the charts. In August 2020, you remember Dr. Mengele in Yuba Sutter County was coming on YouTube, scorning us, chastising us, wear a mask. It's all your fault. We're in the purple level. We're in the red level. In August 2020, Sweden. Now, you, you know that Dr. Mengele here in Yuba Sutter County, we got about 80,000 in Yuba and about 160,000 in Sutter. That's a quarter of a million people, right? Or a little more, a little more than a quarter of a million, right? This is 10 million people. In August 2020, Sweden had registered just one death. <laughs> How many deaths do you think Dr. Mengele registered in Yuba and Sutter counties? We're talking about a, a country of 10 million people. They had one death from the coronavirus. One death up until not just that one month, all up till through to 2020 August. For the month of July, Sweden had 226 deaths in one month. Ten, almost over 10 million. You know something, people? If you keep your nose to the grindstone of America, you're going to get a broken face. You're going to get a broken face. You are being screwed big time. You're getting screwed big time. This guy wrote, for this pandemic, the global public health expert class threw the pandemic playbook right out the window, disregarding hundreds of years of proven science on herd, H-E-R-D, immunity, in order to attempt to assert human control over a sub-microscopic infectious particle. It hasn't worked, to say the least. There is no evidence anywhere in the world that lockdowns or masks have stopped the spread of a virus. Sweden was one of the few places where cooler heads prevailed, and the scientists realized that attempts to stop the virus would be worse than the disease itself. Doctors prescribing ivermectin hydroxychloroquine oh sorry that's that's the uh that's a, a another headline uh that i got into here they merged i want i want you to think about you in sutter county do you think it was worth it i had one guy tell me last uh, a week or so ago his wife had just died i ended up over at his house and he said uh we were talking about mary kovalad school and I said, oh, that's a good school. I'm sorry your kids didn't get to go to school. He said, yeah, Lou. He said, I think, I think it's, it permanently hindered them. And he says, I think it's going to affect a whole generation of kids that were in a, the prime of their, their educational years, throwing them, throwing them off. Throwing them off. But what can you do? You know, just a total, total ripoff. Uh, what do I want to 
I want to go down here and read something to you that that's hope. I'm going to get it really quick and see if I can. I want to read this to you. It says men like nations. I don't know who wrote this. I don't know how I got it. I just got it. Men like nations think they're eternal, eternal. What man in his 20s or 30s doesn't believe, at least subconsciously, that he'll live forever? In the springtime of youth, an endless summer beckons. As you pass 70, it's harder to hide from reality. Nations also have seasons. Imagine a Roman of the 2nd century contemplating an empire that stretched from Britain to the Near East, thinking, this, this will endure forever. Forever for that, that uh, country was 500 years, give or take. France was pivotal in the 17th and 18th centuries. Now the land of Charles Martel, or France, is on its way to becoming part of the Muslim empire. In the 19th and early 20th centuries, the sun never set on the British Empire. It's 95-year-old sovereign, a fitting symbol for a nation in terminal decline. In the 1980s, Japan seemed poised to buy the world. Man, I remember the 80s with Japan. Business schools taught Japanese management techniques. Today, its birth rate is so low and its population aging so quickly that an industry has sprung up to remove the dead bodies of elderly Japanese who die all alone. Is that shocking or what? This guy says, I was born, or this lady said, I was born in 1949, almost the midpoint of the 20th century, the, the American century. The America's prestige and influence were never greater than, thanks to the great generation, the greatest generation, we won a world war, uh, fought throughout most of Europe, Asia, and the Pacific. We reduced Germany to rubble and put the rising sun to bed. It set the stage for almost a half a century of unprecedented prosperity. We stopped <clears throat> the spread of communism in Europe and Asia and fought international terrorism. We rebuilt our enemies and lavished foreign aid on much of the world we built skyscrapers and rockets to the moon we conquered polio we explored the mysteries of the universe and the wonders of dna the blueprint of life but where is the glory that once was rome america has moved from a relatively free economy to quasi-socialism which has worked so well nowhere in the world We've gone from a Republican government guided by a constitution to a regime of revolving elites. We have less freedom with each passing year. Like a signpost to the coming reign of terror, the cancel culture is everywhere. We've traded the American Revolution for the Cultural Revolution. The pathetic creature in the White House is an empty vessel filled by his handlers. At the G7 summit, Dr. Jill had to lead him like a child. In 1961, we were young and vigorous. Our leader was too. Now a feeble nation is technically led by the oldest man to ever serve in the presidency. We can't defend our borders, our history, including monuments to its greatness, or our streets. Our cities have become anti-Christ playgrounds or anarchist playgrounds however you want to look at it we have we are a nation of dependents mendicants and uh misplaced charity homeless veterans camp in the streets while illegal aliens are put up in hotels the president of the united states can't even quote the beginning of the declaration of independence as such you know that thing he says ivy league graduates routinely fail history test that fifth graders would pass a generation ago crime rates soar and we blame the second amendment and slash police budgets our culture is certifiably insane men who think they're women 
people who fight racism by seeking to convince members of one race that they're inherently evil and others that they are perpetual victims. A psychiatrist lecturing at Yale said she fantasizes about, quote, unloading a revolver into the head of any white person, end of quote. We slaughter the unborn in the name of freedom while our birth rate dips lower year by year. Our national debt is so high that we can no longer even pretend that we will repay it someday. It's a $30 trillion monument to our improvidence and refusal to confront reality. Our quote-unquote entertainment is sadistic, nihilistic, and as enduring as a candy bar wrapper thrown in the trash. Our music is noise that spans the spectrum from annoying to just plain repulsive. Patriotism is called insurrection, treason, celebrated, and perversion sanctified. A man in blue gets less respect than a man in a dress. We're asking soldiers to fight for a nation our leaders no longer really believe in. How meekly most of us submitted to Fauciism, the regime of face masks, lockdowns, and hand sanitizers, shows the impending death of the American spirit. How do nations slip from greatness to ex- obscurity? Fighting in By fighting endless wars, they can't win or don't want to win. Massive debt far beyond their ability to repay. Refusing to guard their borders, allowing the nation to be inundated by an alien horde. Surrendering control of their cities to mob rule and allowing indoctrination of the young. Moving from a republican form of government to an oligarchy. Losing national identity, indulging indolence, abandoning faith and family, the bulwarks of social order. In America... Every one of these symptoms is pronounced, indicating an advanced stage of the disease. Even if the cause seems hopeless, do we not have an obligation to those we, who sacrificed so much to give us what we had? I'm surrounded by ghosts urging me on. The Union soldiers who, who held Cemetery Ridge at Gettysburg. The battered bastards of Bastogne. Those who served in the cold hell of Korea, the guys who went to the jungles of Southeast Asia and came home to be reviled and neglected. This is a nation that took in my immigrant grandparents, whose uniform my father and most of my uncles wore in the Second World War. I don't want to imagine a world without America, even though it becomes increasingly likely. During Britain's darkest hour when it profe- its professional army was trapped at Dunkirk and a German invasion seemed imminent, Churchill reminded his countrymen, nations that go down fighting rise again, and those that surrender tamely are finished. The same might be said of causes. If we let America sip through our fingers, if we lose without a fight, what will posterity say of us? While the prognosis is far from good, only God knows if America's day in the sun is over. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Let me mention a couple. We got a, just less than two minutes here for this segment, uh, our fourth segment. Let me mention a, a couple of uh, people here that uh, make this happen. Thrifty Rooter, these guys, are one of my favorites, they're, uh, they fix people's water problems, whether you're trying to get it or get rid of it. And Thrifty Rooter, is somebody you can rely on because they've been here and keep getting used by the same people over and over and over again because they like them and they trust them. Thrifty Rooter, you can reach them at thriftyrooter.net on the internet where you can order right off the internet. You can see what they offer and you can tell them what your problem is and you can you can like solicit them. 
dial them up by the internet. Thriftyrooter.net is the way you do that. Or you could do it old style where they've got a staff of uh, dispatchers at 530-673-8201 where they will send somebody over to you whenever you want. 673-8201, or thriftyrooter.net. And for you out there in the country, of you, Sutter counties out there where you got those septic tanks, these guys got the big rigs to come in. And when you think, man, I don't know what's wrong with this thing, but one thing is we're full and we got to get rid of this stuff. They come in and just pump that out, and at least you will have an empty tank to start, you know, give you some space to think about it and fix it, right? So thriftyrooter.net. Okay, and also Greenitz Construction. Uh, I might not be able to finish here, but Dave Greenitz is the best. His crews, he's got several crews. They're doing several jobs at the same time, kitchens and baths. They do other remodeling, but kitchens and baths, you'll see on if you go to Dave Greenitz Construction Facebook page, and then you say, oh, I don't do Facebook. Then you can go to a website, Greenitz Construction, green with E-T-Z on the end, dot com. Check it out. I'll, I'll finish up on the back side of this break. We have uh, two more segments to go. Systems pre-summit last week in Rome recommended a dietary limit of 14 grams of red meat per person per day. That's one bite. As a servant to the people of Queensland and Australia, I'm appalled and I'll explain how this is an attack on our farmers and on every Australian. The pre-summit recommended the introduction of a worldwide environmental tax on meat of $1.60 per kilo for cattle grazing on pasture yet not for cattle raised in intensive feedlots. That distinction reflects the influence of large multinational feedlot operators and the lack of influence that family, family farms have in the UN's eyes. As my colleague Bob Catter rightly pointed out, this UN measure will take 2.4 billion kilos of protein off the market, starving 80 million people of protein. Yes, go the UN! The third recommendation of the Food Systems Pre-Summit is to move food production within reach of population centres and produce whatever protein and nutrition is possible in that region. It's called short-chain food supply. We did that 200 years ago. People starved. Nutrition was poor. Life expectancy was less than half what we enjoy today. Then along came long-chain food supply, allowing countries like Australia to grow crops to feed and clothe those in need. World hunger fell to less than 10%. The only reason there are still areas of poverty and hunger in 2021 is because of war and civil unrest. You know, the things that the United Nations were supposed to solve. World peace has eluded the UN, yet cows have not. The United Nations is proposing to eliminate global food chains that have brought good food to the world for hundreds of years. I've recently spoken about the false water shortage brought to you. Thank the UN's directive to not build new dams. This is the start of a false food shortage. The motivation is to eliminate broadacre agriculture, eliminate food exports, and return all that land to nature. 
Rural voters will be annoyed to hear that the Morrison government bankrolled this attack on our farming community with a $64 million donation. The Liberal National Government is funding our own demise, the betrayal and demise of our farmers of our country. Australian farms employ 326,000 people directly. They contribute $75 billion to the economy and $60 billion to our exports. Without the bush, we'd be stuffed, broke and hungry. These three United Nations proposals will destroy rural Australia, wipe out family farms, crash real estate prices and further hollow out country towns for no benefit to us. There's no better source of protein than red meat. Yet our supermarkets now stock, stock protein and fake food products made from crickets. Why? Because billionaires can't make enough profit out of cattle. It's a variable industry with good times and bad. Billionaires can, though, make money on intensive cultivation of bugs for protein. This breaks the reliance on nature's weather and allows scheduled production of a food-like substance with great profit margins and low fulfilment costs. This satisfies the UN dictate for short-chain supply. The United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization is literally directing the replacement of red meat with bug protein. Skeptics can even attend one of the regular UN bug tastings where journalists are encouraged to extol the virtues of bug cuisine. The CSIRO has fallen in line behind the UN, publishing a 64-page love letter on the delights of eating bugs entitled Edible Insects, a Roadmap. Looking through the glossy pages, we see the CSIRO advocates our future should include insect milkshakes, bug ice cream and granola bars made from dried cockroaches. I'm not making any of this up. It's real. This is happening and we taxpayers are paying for it thanks to the Morrison-Joyce government. For those who think they're eating an environmentally friendly product, think again. A fake hamburger patty using plant or bug protein contains 20 chemicals found in pet food. That's all the UN and their quislings in our federal government think the public deserve, pet food. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Pro-abortion advocates like to trot out the old argument that babies born into poor families are better off aborted. Laura Hermer, a Minnesota law professor, wrote it's wrong to doom babies to a life of poverty as if there's no chance for financial improvement during their lives. She condemns a whole category of humans to death because, in her view, they will amount to nothing. Herman cites the Turnaway study, debunked and biased research comparing women who had abortions with those who were turned away because of the lateness of their pregnancies. What she failed to reveal is 96% of the women who didn't have abortions were glad for it. One more thing, poverty should never be a reason to deny people their right to life. It's elitism at its worst. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. The scream of the ambulance is sounding in my ear. Tell me, Sister Morphine. All right. Uh, Greenitz Construction, you can reach him at off any of those platforms, GreenitzConstruction.com or Dave Greenitz Construction Facebook page. You can send him a memo off there, ask him questions. You can see before and after photos of the des- and the designs of some of the, uh, the areas that they reconfigured to make it a better usable space. You can reach him on by phone or text 530-682-9602, 530-682-9602. Uh, they got it going on. They got I know some of their subcontractors, they are the best. I work with them in other areas. And uh I 
you can trust them. And uh, you know something? You don't want to swing and miss. If you want to, like, get a little paint the front door, do do something small, no big deal. Just get somebody's referral. Oh, Johnny can do it. Oh, Uncle Fred can do it. Oh, I know this guy. But if you want to, like, do an overhaul in your kitchen, do an overhaul in your bath, or it, you want it done right, or you don't want to have to do it over again or have a conflict, there's something to be said about uh, having the best. Okay, so okay, let's let's get back into it here. All right, I want to just mention to you the entire green agenda of the liberals is entirely dirty. There isn't; it's dirty. It isn't green; it's brown, and it's just the opposite. When they say one thing, just say the opposite in your mind. Um, so they're shutting down the entire coal industry, right? In other words, coal power stations, in other words, coal plants that produce power so you can turn on your lights, do all your other businesses. They want to shut all those down and all all kinds of fossil. They call it all fossil fuel. It's really not the right term, but I don't want to argue it tonight. So they're calling natural gas, propane gas, any kind of the gases uh, or oil or coal all bad. So let me tell you, once they tell you all the rest of the world is farther ahead of us on green energy, that's a lie. But let me, let me, just, uh, let me just help you with this. It says China is building, I'm going to give you five or six countries. If you want to write it down, you can. China is in the midst of building 172 coal power plants. And, and I'm just going to give you the name of the country and the number. Indonesia. 56 plants india 47 vietnam a country of just 90 million people shaped like kind of like california 11 plants bangladesh 11 plants japan eight plants pakistan six plants korea this is south korea four plants philippines four plants poland two plants I'm just telling you, people, they're, they're going to shut this country down. They, they, the idea isn't like they're not having an oops moment or, oh, that's too bad, or we miscalculated. I'm telling you they're going to shut this country down, and every step has been planned, and it's, it's a predicted, planned for, etc. The reason you have high gas prices is they want it that way. They're creating the scenario to have it that way. As the saying goes, it takes someone with intelligence to build the barn. Any jackass can kick one down. And these guys are jackasses. In all, there's 345 coal plants in construction worldwide at the moment. Okay? Just thought I'd just, I'm just passing this on. Solar is dirty. Wind is dirty. Battery-opted cars are super dirty. All of these things are being manufactured by fossil fuel power, and they're being put off to you like there's some sort of electricity that, that's coming out of thin air that's clean. It's a lie. It's a lie. Okay, I, I got I to move on. I got some other things I wanted to touch on. I, I touched on, okay... In Missouri, they're passing laws. Missouri governor, I have some folks listening from Missouri now. 
Missouri Governor Mike Parson has signed bills into law protecting doctors. We're doing just the opposite here in California. We're trying to say to doctors, you either have to prescribe what we tell you to prescribe as a government, or we're going to come after your license. And Mike Parson and the government of, of Missouri are saying, we're going to protect doctors uh, who prescribe what they think is best, whether or not we think it is or not. It's their license on the line. We're going to let them practice medicine. We're not going to get in that business. So if they want to give people ivermectin, when our when our political agenda of the United States says no ivermectin to stop COVID, our people are going to be protected to give ivermectin. Okay. Now I, I now people are going to move to these states where their doctors are protected. I just had a lady on the phone today that has a business in this town. And she said, they're moving to Oklahoma. We were just talking. She said, oh, yeah. I said, these guys moved. And they said, oh, yeah, we're moving to Oklahoma. And I said, why are you guys moving? She said, I have a special needs son, a young son, our last little boy. He's special needs, and they will not allow him to attend public schools in California without being all vaccinated. And she said, we're not going to vaccinate him. And so we're moving to Oklahoma. And so that's an entire family. They have their, They own a business. And they're out of here. Now, I'm telling you, it's uh, we're going to have a a, the federal government, the Bidens are trying the Biden and his all those people that make up the Biden administration are trying to shut this country down. There's no question about it. It is that's been their intention. It just didn't come up the other day. That's been their intention before they threw the election. And uh, the the only recourse for some people is going to be to move to escape uh, something like what these folks are with their child. And they want their child in, in a school system, and they're going to go to a school system and allow it without vaccination. So anyway, Missouri is already uh, beginning to protect their doctors. Did you know that some states don't have enough doctors and other states have too many doctors? Where do you, where do you think states, uh, do you think doctors like to hang out in California and Florida and Hawaii some? And I bet they do. And other states that aren't as attractive have a hard time attracting doctors. But if they put in laws that that are more uh, swayed or or uh, tilted or have a bent towards private enterprise and the freedom for medical freedom, that's where doctors are going to go. So I want to just uh, touch on some. Uh, there's a lot of talk. Some people just think they don't want to even look at the voting. They don't want to look at the voting rolls. They they think, hey, we voted. No one would cheat. Uh, maybe a couple people, but certainly the election wouldn't be thrown. So the Trump election wasn't overthrown. Uh, Barack, uh, even though Barack Obama got the most votes ever, uh, he was outperformed by uh, Sleepy Joe uh, when he says, I got 81 million. That's way more than Barack Obama ever got. So anyway, uh, you may think that. In fact, when I was talking to Terry Hansen, I used to talk to her every once in a while. She's a former uh, county clerk of Yuba County. She would she explained she took the time. She was very kind. She took the time to explain to me the new electronic voter protection laws called HAVA, HAVA, H-A-V-A, and uh, and was explained to me how now it's better than ever. We can we can call out people that have died. We can call out people that have moved out of our county into another state or to another county. When they register over there, it deletes it over here electronically. I thought, that sounds cool. That sounds a lot better. So, But the fact is, it didn't work all so hot. 
and uh, and there's still ways to cheat. So this uh, two groups, Public Interest Legal Foundation, P-I-L-F, PILF, Public Interest Legal Foundation, and another group called SAVE, called Safeguarding America's Voters, Votes and Elections, SAVE. They've been doing analysis, and they have found some problems. And uh, says, critical condition, American voter rolls filled with errors, dead voters, and duplicate registrations. So here's what, here's what they found, right? SAVE, remember I said Safeguarding America's Votes and Elections, they revealed 349,000 773 apparently deceased registrants across 41 states' voter rolls. <clears throat> Did you hear me that? Dead people. Uh, with New York, Texas, Michigan, Florida, California. Those are big states, right? Lots of votes. They sway entire uh, national elections. They alone accounted for 51% of the problems, deceased registrants on the rolls. That's what SAVE found, okay? During the 2018 general election, 37,889 likely duplicate registrants are apparently credited for casting two votes from the same address. Do you understand what that means? That means that somehow, like at my address where it's just me, I would get two ballots and I voted on both of them. Duplicate registrants. And then another 34,000, remember I said 37,889, likely duplicate registrants from the same address. Then 34,000 registrants appear to have noted from non-residential addresses. In other words, like say they're registered to Chili's restaurant or a pool hall or a bar. Additionally, 6,718 registrants were apparently credited for voting after death. In other words, they actually were dead and they voted. During the 2016 general election, SAVE revealed that number uh, that number was even higher with a total of 7,890 registrants who were dead and they actually voted. It's one thing to be dead and didn't vote, but they're just they, sh- they shouldn't, according to law, be on the ro- voter rolls. It's another thing to prove that they were dead and did vote. OK. PILF collected data from 42 states. I'm not going to spend time going through their methodology, but I'm just going to give you some facts that hopefully will jog some of you to some sort of concern. Because I'm not when we're saying that that there's there's problems in the voting system. I'm not saying that the that the county clerk who you may like to go to Hawaii with or something, your good friends is crooked. I'm not saying that. I'm saying maybe they didn't do their job or maybe the state system is broken, right? Or or there's 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 what I'm talking about is when we do an audit on the vote in a county like Yuba County or Sutter County, it's to look at all the loopholes where where there's uh, problems. Let me give you an example. So I I told you these are the notable findings. Pardon me if there's somewhat redundancy. Somewhat redundant. 30, so almost 350,000 total potentially deceased residents across 41 states. I mentioned 51% were covering Michigan, Florida, New, New York, Texas, California. They're dead. 2016, 7,890 registrants were apparently credited for voting after death. 2018, 6,718 registrants were credited for voting after death. 
North Carolina, for some reason, led the U.S. in dead people voting. 43,760 likely duplicate registrants appear to have cast second votes in 2016 from the same address. In other words, same address, same person voted twice. 37,889 likely duplicate registrants appear to have cast second votes in 2018 from the same address. Thousands of these, apparently, uh, of double votes were exclusively mail ballots. 8,360 was the number of registrants apparently registered in two states. In other words, say you're registered in Nevada and California. And they, for instance, some people that I know in, in live here also have places over in Nevada, say on the other side of the, the line into Tahoe. They could register in both places, right? They could vote in Tahoe and vote in California. Number of registrants apparently registered in two states and credited for voting in both states in 2018. There were over 8,000. 5,500 was the number of apparently duplicate registrants credited for voting twice in the same state from two different addresses. So you, you maybe you have a house down in uh, San Francisco, the Bay Area, and you have a house up, up in uh, Grass Valley, right? Vote in two different counties. Uh, 34,000 were the number of registrants credited for voting from apparently non-residential addresses in 2018. So, like I mentioned, the pool hall, Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, you know, uh, so-and-so construction firm, right? Non-residential addresses. Not supposed to do that. Okay? So I, I bring that up to say, you know, it's interesting to me what what I feel like I like I like the leaders in law enforcement for the most part around here. The two sheriffs, for instance. Sometimes I wonder when they say to me, "Are the district attorneys?" Well, that's not. How do you know how bad it is? I, if it seems like it could be bad nationally, maybe it's it's a reason for the board of supervisors to say, "Let's do an audit. Let's let's hire a firm to come in here and let's make sure we have our people have confidence in our voting." I don't. I, I frankly don't have confidence in our voting. I've I've looked at clips out of I haven't seen the whole movie Two Thousand Mules. I've seen enough clips out of it to know that people are dumping ballots and and they're hauling ballots illegally for other people. And the question I have is are our ballot boxes videoed? And if so, I want to look at the videos. I think we ought to look at the videos. And I think we ought to look at dead people on the ballots. And did those dead people vote? And I think we should look at duplicate registrants. And why should we have to prove, why should I have to do the investigating as a non-professional? Why should, why should the public go have, have to prove to the government that, that they're getting ripped off, right, for the government to do an investigation? I, I understand what a wild goose chase is, a wild goose chase. I understand the concept. But we're talking about our democracy. Listen, I, I've lived through the years when, when they t- voted just like we voted, they voted in Moscow and they voted 99% for the, the new premier. Do you think that's possible? I don't think that's possible. Do you, did they investigate it? No, they did not because they didn't want to investigate it. We need to investigate our counties and see whether, how good they are. Right. It's just like when we had by law at the Yuba County office of education, when I was on the school board, 
I when I got on the board, they said, Lou, it's a law that each year we have a certified public accountant firm that knows how to audit counties, county school districts. They come in and audit all our books. Well, I, I've got a little accounting background. I took some college in accounting. I'm not an expert, but I've taken enough to know what I'm doing a little bit. And I like the sound of it. I've been audited by the IRS running businesses before. I know what it looks like. And there is some comfort. I have to admit, there's some comfort to me as a, a person on the board of a school district to have an outside auditing firm come in and then present the audit. And then in the back of it, they would present that in a board meeting and they would get it ahead of the board meeting. And then we'd vote on accepting the audit. And the audit would have a thing in the back called findings. And the findings were things that the auditor found odd, wrong, improper. Um, uh, he was nervous or she was nervous about it. And then they would suggest other ways of doing it that are more foolproof, protecting the taxpayer, right? It's not protecting me as a board member. It's protecting the people's money. They give money to run the schools and we need to protect their money. And care for their money. That's our stewardship as a board. And so I felt good about an audit. Has anyone ever audited? I, I know we've had recounts. That's not the same as an as a voting audit. We need a voting audit. I, and I'm not talking about any particular race. I'm talking about people that are trying to cheat the system and figure out how they're doing it and stopping it. Or we could just put our head in the sand, which is a really it's it's a uh, it's a pastime in Yuba Sutter counties is sticking your head in the stand in the sand. It's a pastime here. It's a habit. It's a bad habit. We need to investigate things. We need to look at things to prove to the citizens we have a fidu- elected officials have a fiduciary duty to prove to the citizens and maintain to the citizens that they're running an honest honest a card table it this is an honest table it's an honest house right it's one thing to go to the casino and know that the odds are against you if you go to the casino knowing that they're going to cheat you every time you're probably not going to return to the casino and all you need to do is i i, I somebody commented to me about how how low the vote turnout was in yuba county if people really felt like they were making a, could make a difference, they would come and vote. I'll tell you why people don't vote. They just think they're screwed by the government. They're getting screwed everywhere but Sunday. That's just how they feel, and they've given up. There's apathy. Apathy just doesn't come because they're bad people. Apathy comes because they just feel like, hey, I'm just going to mind, mind my own business, man, and I think they're all they're all in the take anyway. And they are guys like Dan Flores, all these people that got elected again. They're just scamming. Why vote? I'll be right back. We got one more segment. you and your family a happy christmas excuse me no fourth of june come on wait 
Easter Bunny, look, we did it. Right, we get, we went in there. Let me tell you a secret. On the 4th, he, George Washington, he chased the snakes away. He did that. He did that from the city with the, he died for your sins. Look, no joke. Come on, my mother, father from Scranton, and he grows the economy. Come on, man. Don't do this. Don't do, come on, happy 4th of whatever. It's, it's the thing. Someone from Ohio, why do we have guns? Why do we have the Second Amendment? Is it to hunt? Sure. Self-defense? That's even more important. But the fact is, you read the founders, Federalist 46, James Madison, contrasts us with the tyrannical governments of Europe who are, quote, afraid to trust the people with arms. Joseph Story, in his commentaries on the Constitution in 1833, quote, the right of the citizens to keep and bear arms has justly been considered as the palladium of the liberties of a republic, since it offers a strong moral check against the usurpation and arbitrary power of rulers, and will generally, even if these were successful in the first instance, enable the people to resist and triumph over them. We have a Second Amendment because we understand in this country that there are some things, inalienable rights, that you cannot justly take away from a free and equal human being. Tyrants disarm the people they intend to oppress. Those are the facts. Jewish people in Germany were prohibited from owning arms. 13 million Jews were exterminated by the Nazis. The Soviets instituted gun control and millions were killed. 20 million dissidents were rounded up and exterminated. Mao disarmed the Chinese people. 20 million dissidents were exterminated. In Cambodia, the Khmer Rouge were able to take advantage of the fact that limited gun ownership to just hunters and killed one and a half million to three million Cambodians. Turkey disarmed Armenians and one and a half million Armenians were killed in the Armenian genocide. The South disarmed slaves and actively fought against their arming. And then in the 20th century, armed black army veterans, for example, in Louisiana, were able to defend against the KKK. Even fact-checking organizations, Snopes said, quote, we find it reasonable to conclude that gun confiscations facilitated by laws requiring the registration and licensing of firearms played a crucial role in the carrying out of 20th century genocides. This is not fiction. This is in our lifetime. This is in our grandparents' lifetime. This is in our recent history. This is why the Second Amendment matters. It's not trivial. It's not something you just brush aside. This is a foundation of liberty. It's who we are. But in order to sell a lie to the American people that the government will protect them from all manners of evil while defunding the police, leaving our borders wide open, I'm glad my colleagues can suddenly find Uvalde on a map. While allowing dangerous cartels operating hundreds of miles into Texas, allowing fentanyl to pour into our communities and kill tens of thousands of children, the very children my colleagues say they wish to protect. In order to do this, Democrats in this body are willing to take away a citizen's God-given right, yes, God-given right that was mocked earlier, to protect himself or herself or her family or his family from harm. The very harm they foster by appeasing lawlessness. And importantly, from the very tyranny being applied to them to deny that right. That is what is at stake. This bill, and it gets brushed aside, raised the age limit. Well, there are constitutional questions to that in the Fourth Circuit, Ninth Circuit, and other circuits. 
The second title on straw purchases, the very straw purchases that Democrat DAs don't even want to really prosecute, would prohibit a law-abiding citizen from giving a gun to a friend as a gift. Safe storage would make it unlawful for me to have the 22 and the 20 gauge propped up by my door right now in Texas to kill coyotes and snakes. It would make it unlawful. This will not do any good. It will harm Americans and it undermines our foundational liberties that is crucial for a free state. I am just here to remind all minorities that with what's going on in the world today, you have got to be happy about whatever you got in your life right now. That's my message because, because the world is crazy right now. What is gas? $600 a damn gallon right now? All I'm, I don't care how much money you got. Gas is entirely too high. That's all I'm saying. You are not supposed to be at the gas station making life decisions. You just at the pump. Just, Negro, did I eat today? I can't get no half a tank. I got six cigarettes. I can't even do it. They done messed up the whole gas station experience. Used to be, if you had $10, $15, you could go to the gas station with confidence because you knew you was either going to be full or damn near full. If you had a 20, you ain't even talk to the person at the counter. You just 20 on the left, bitch. <laughs> they done messed up the whole gas station experience. Used to be, if you put $15 in your tank, you had time to bond with your vehicle. You had time to put the nozzle in and set the clicker and look through your car and clean off the dashboard and look through your CDs and run in the store and get some Pringles and a snapper and it'll still be pumping. Now if you put $15 in, you can't even turn around good for that click. As soon as you put it in, just click, click. There ain't no damn gas in that car. In this dirty old part of the city Where the sun refused to shine People tell me there ain't no use in trying All right, so I'm going to talk about something that I can't go into a lot of detail on yet, but I want to just talk about it. So, uh, oh, let me mention first, I have one other company that I want to mention that I haven't got that I want to thank, and that's Monty Hecker with Elite Universal Security. And uh, they have been a, a constant supporter of us keeping these shows on the air or on the net from the beginning. Thank you very much, Monty and Mike Hahn. Uh, Elite Universal Security is a security service serving Northern California. Even though they started in Yuba County, they serve Northern California. So if you're looking for a job or if you want a job done in another county up north here, just give them a shout. And you can give them a shout at 530-749-0280. And uh, they are looking for workers, and they are looking. They they're always accepting jobs, but they're very busy, and they will do any kind of security you want, from a farm, industrial, government, uh, residential, the works. And uh, homeless crime is a huge thing right now, and uh, it's a big deal. But I won't get off. I, I only have one segment here. We're just finishing up. So Elite, Elite Universal Security can help you. Go to their website, EliteUniversalSecurity.com. 
and they will get you started in whatever you need. 530-749-0280. They have classes online and in their operation in Yuba County to train you if you want to be a guard. And they also have classes for concealed weapon permits and use of other chemicals they can help you with as well. Also, I want to mention the plumbing doctor, Ted Holmes. Uh, they also have a plumbing uh, operation in Yuba Sutter counties. <coughs> and you can reach them at 530-671-9111. That's 530-671-9111. I was asking Ted, we were working the other day together at the East Street Project. And I said, hey, how's plumbing going? I forget how. He said, Lou, it's like a huge number of times better this year than was last year huge number and i thought oh come on man so he does he's a hard worker and i was wishing him well happy for him so five three zero six seven one nine one 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 if you need a, a plumber or if you want actually thrifty rooter plumbing doctor elite universal security all could use workers um okay so let me go back down here i want to talk about the hypocrisy and the elite in our government. Our government has been shifted from a republic. It isn't a democracy. It's a republic with some demo, demo, democratic uh, functions. But it's a republic. But it's been changing in what we call an oligarchy. That means there's a, there's a uh, group of people that have kind of taken control and they just pass the baton from family to family to family. And... Uh, and they've just taken over the government, and they control the voting. They control everything, and that's what's been going on with COVID. And that's why we're. That's why you don't see your representatives representing. Your representatives don't represent you. You know that they aren't. And that's just the way it is. We're just getting rip, ripped off left and right. So I'm trying to scan down here and and look. I'm not going to have time to talk about the fact that the Republicans in California don't try to register anybody to vote. If I just not enough time, just not enough time. Just Barack Obama. Remember, Barack Obama said he was going to lower the tides of the ocean. The tides they claim were rising, which is a lie. But he said, I, 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 can, I can make decisions in this country. If we all go green, we can lower the tides. Because he said, if we don't, the tides in so many years, remember the scientists, quote unquote, these scientists, whoever they are, said the water was going to come up and actually flood coastal cities. But I, it, I got to wondering, because a lot of these greenies, the big mouths in Greenville, uh, like Barack Obama, uh, they all went on the coast where it was going to flood, and they bought these massive mansions. Now, why would you buy a massive mansion on the coast after you predicted that all these coastal areas were going to flood by the glaciers melting and the tides rising, right? Would that cause the prices to go down? I don't know. But they ended up doing exactly what I would never. If I knew that, if I knew that there was going to be a flood, I wouldn't buy a house over there. I don't think you would either. So the Obamas bought a New England mansion in kind of the elite neighborhood of Martha's Vineyard. You remember that? And uh, 
so they they had now you know with fossil fuels going to be shut down by some people feel that obama is actually running the government do you know that so uh they're shutting down fossil fuels they're going to sh- try to shut down the oil companies shut down the gas stations and you're going to have yourself a fossil fuel car but it's going to be sitting in your garage cuz you're not going to have any fuel to drive it uh so he's got some property at 79 Turkey Land Cove Road uh in Martha's Vineyard and uh they just ordered 2500 gallons worth of tanks to go underground two 1000 gallon tanks and a a 500 right 2500 gallons worth of tanks to hold propane, which is a type of fossil fuel, propane. Now, propane gets pretty expensive, and they've been talking about eliminating propane, but uh, this article says although propane gas yields few fewer carbon emissions than oil or coal, it is still considered a fossil fuel. And the massive installation at the Obama state is not exactly environmentally friendly. Propane combustion produces numerous waste products such as particulate matter, like sulfur dioxide, nitrogen oxides, nitrous oxide, carbon monoxide, greenhouse gas, methane, and non-methane gas. For the average American household, propane gas is increasingly becoming very expensive. Americans who use propane to heat their homes can expect to spend, listen to this now, 54% more to run and maintain their homes due to the increased energy prices right now. This is not not like 10 years from now, five years. Right now, propane's going up 54%. Obama. this, This is some quotes from Obama. October 27, 2016. This guy's such a liar. Renewable energy installations are beating fossil fuel installations for the first time. Then he says, Obama has consistently argued for the importance of fighting climate change and limiting fossil fuel emissions, saying that no challenge poses a greater threat to our children, our planet, and our future generations than climate change, and pledging to reduce the greenhouse gas emissions by 26 to 28 percent below 2005 levels by 2025. In 2021, Obama spoke at the COP26 climate change summit saying our planet has been wounded, wounded by our actions. The Obama's multi-million dollar home was also the venue for the extravagant 475 guest 60th birthday bash of Obama's and the Delta coronavirus variant outbreak in the summer of 2021. You remember during the big outbreak when everybody was masking and social distancing and you couldn't gather? Well, if you're president, if you were the president and you're 60th, it's like, hey, screw Corona. We're partying, man. <laughs> The rules for thee, not for me. I'm just telling you, you guys don't like it. Uh, you can do something else. I'm resisting. I'm not paying any attention to any of these people. They're full of it. They're just all full of it. And I'm not putting up with it. And it and uh, like Ben Franklin said, we're either going to hang together 
or we're going to hang apart. And a lot of you, I think, are just going to decide uh, we're just going to stay apart. We're not going to fight for anything. We're just going to let them do whatever they want and uh, pretend that they're telling the truth. Now, in, I'm fascinated in California. I think the Republican Party is dead. People still claim they're Republicans, but, the, but they're dead. Do you know in thousands of Nevada Democrats have left their party and re-registered as Republicans and independents? Right now that's happening. They're turning a blue-leaning state, increasingly red, according to the Nevada Independent newspaper. Approximately 2,300 Democrats have left the party and re-registered as Republicans, while an additional 5,000 nonpartisans have joined the GOP over the last three months. Since January 2022, the gap between number of Democrats and the... Uh, anyway, I lost, I lost the rest of that section. In other words, it shrunk. The gap between... Democrat registration and Republican registration has shrunk. Why do you think that is? Well, you know, people are feeling it. They voted for these people. They were warned. I'm telling you, <clears throat> President Trump said they're coming for you, and they're coming for us. They're coming for us. Uh, in October 2020, the gap between registered Republicans and Democrats was nearly 90,000 difference, right? As of 2022, less than two years later, May of 2020, the gap is less than 60,000. That means they lost half or a third. Sorry, they lost a third of their advantage. And they said that it's falling fast. The Rio Grande Valley in Texas is experiencing a similar phenomenon in, in, as Republicans have increased turnout and registration. It's interesting that California, Jessica Patterson, who makes a quarter of a million dollars, uh, wouldn't find any need to do voter campaigns. Also, although she claimed she uh, they did voter campaigns, but they didn't they haven't done any voter campaigns, according to the people I've I've looked in on. In fact, this is interesting. I mentioned to a number of people that are interested, I thought are interested in Republican or conservative politics around here. I suggested to them that they register voters. And nobody, nobody took me seriously, I guess. or no, Maybe they didn't have time or the people that were involved didn't think that was a high priority. <clears throat> here, here's one idea. A guy, uh, I think Stephen Frank brought this up. He says, here's one idea for getting more people to join conservative ranks. Send volunteers to gas stations with two signs. One would say, thank you, Joe Biden and Gavin Newsom for the price of gas. The second sign would tell folks to vote Republican here. The second send volunteers to grocery the second idea in other words go to gas stations and set up a voter registration deal saying if you don't like the gas price re-register as a republican not register to vote they may be registered democrat but they may want to change their registration because it's been a hundred days and the leadership of the republicans in california just did a demonstration saying they've been asking to do you realize that they're just asking for a 51 cent elimination of taxes off our gas prices in California? Just 51 cents. What if, what if you set up a table at every gas station in the area 
and just uh, said, thank you, Joe Biden and Gavin Newsom for the price of gas. And then put, if you want to vote Republican, register here. How many do you think we'd get? I think it'd be fun. The second idea of, I guess it, this came from, this is a Stephen Frank article. The second was send volunteers to grocery stores with signs that say, thank you, Biden and Newsom, for inflation and higher food prices. And a second sign says, register Republican here. You know, our, my local friends who've been fighting in the Freedom Coalition, trying to figure out how to make a difference. You're not going to get anywhere unless you get more vote people voting conservative. The sad thing is, uh, Courtney Ortega, who is a first time gal running would run circles around uh, Dan Flores in terms of honesty, integrity, devotion, and commitment to the people to never shut down this community again like he did. And she lost by 77 votes. Wouldn't have taken much to register 77 people in her district. They could have made the difference. I'm just saying. There's nothing we could do about that that race now unless Flores is, is uh, arrested and run out of office. But that being said, how, how high do you think gas prices would have to go to get people to register to vote? How long does it take for people to register while they get their gas and drop $150? I mean, gas has gone up three or four or five times, right? From the, I mean, in time, times, what was it when Trump left office? Was it $2 or something? Just a thought. I'm just, I, you know, I brought these thoughts up before. I, in fact, I brought it up to Courtney Ortega. I said, hey, I would register people in your district. If new voters will vote for you. I don't think they took the time to do it. Maybe they did it and still lost by 77. It's a shame. Just, you know, isn't the first election I've been heartbroken over and saddened, but because we gave away someone that would be good as gold to serve the people and, and not put up with the baloney and uh on that on that board and we could have won this election but uh you know uh you just do what you can do uh, courtney worked hard and but i'm just telling you my, my point here is uh if you're not going to register more conservative people whether you label them republican or decline to state but conservative uh, I think a lot of people are ready to switch votes. I mean, there's already a huge discussion of these so-called minorities. I'm putting quotes around it that were expected to vote automatically liberal that aren't doing it. They're they're like saying this. That, I don't want this. I don't want. I don't want my kid to be a transsexual. I don't want my kid to be a homosexual. If my boys, if my, I want my boy to be a boy and my girl to be a girl. And I want everybody to pull in the same direction on that deal. And I don't want to be taught that I'm some kind of a racist in school. And I don't want them to be taught evolution. And I don't want to be able, I don't want them being taught global warming. It's a lie. I don't want to be, have my kids being taught just like this one woman. They're moving their whole operation. To Oklahoma. Their kid just graduated. She got a scholarship in Oklahoma. And she, she, they said, we're, we're, we got family back there. We're out of here. We're not going to fight with people over vaccines. Screw the vaccines. 
It's amazing to me that liberals will not don't want to inoculate their animals. They don't want to eat meat with hormones in them and stuff. They don't want to eat chickens that have that have eaten hormone food. But yet they'll inject stuff into their own body. They it just it's in, it does it sound insane? It is insane. It is a spirit of stupid. It's what they call a psyop. It's a psychological operation. They've been smitten as a dumb being, like zombies. They are like zombies. They do not think. I mean, I got some acquaintances. I don't even call them friends anymore. I'm probably not their friend. But sit on this board of Yuba Sutter Arts Council. In their realm, they're pretty sharp po- people. They're talented people. But for them to set a policy that you cannot go to an art gallery when you're taking tax dollars, when they're taking tax dollars, your tax money, they're forcibly taking money from the taxpayer and forcing them to come in and show an ID, a shot card, and a PCR test and wear a mask of their choosing. That is nothing different than Nazi or communism, people. That is crazy. And for people like the government of Napa to tell us, you can trust us. And if you want to get the story straight, talk to government. Really? When? Where? When did this start? Where did this start? I, I repeatedly look at stuff on YouTube and government officials will not answer a question yes or no. I, I, I can't, it's, it's a, I, when I find somebody that's being vetted or is the head of a, the CDC or the FDA or the whatever alpha, alphabet soup it is, when I find one of them answer a question exactly as the congressman or senators asking, I, this is a yes or no question. Do you, do, are you against fossil fuel? They will not answer that question. They are liars. The nation is being led by scammers and charlatans and liars. I think that's all. I think that's all. I got more stuff, but we're out of time, and I've talked too long already. I Have a good week. God bless you, and uh, do something nice for somebody this week. Okay. I see trees, I breathe. Red roses too I see them bloom For me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world I see skies are blue And clouds of the bright blessed day and the dark sacred night and I think to myself